Hello, welcome to episode 172 of Directly to You. It's the Fanatics 4 podcast. We're Fanatics 4. I'm AJ Fanatics 4. I'm joined by Parker Fanatics 4. You can support the channel by going to youtube.com slash Fanatics 4, twitch.tv slash Fanatics 4, and giving $4.99. And if you're on Twitch, it don't even have to be your $4.99. Take it from Bezos. He doesn't need it. And in exchange for that, you get loyalty badges, you get emotes, you get free switch keys from time to time, you get access to the supporters on the Discord, and get to name Pokemon when I play my Nuzlocke, which I'm probably going to do on Saturday. And if I don't do it on Saturday, I'm going to do it on some other time of the week when I'm not knee-deep in video, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, so far, that's going better than it has in the past, but we'll talk about that in the video game section. You can join the Discord for the free. Mm-hmm. They don't cost nothing. You just go to the link in the description. Also, follow us on social media. Also, links in the description. Mm-hmm. We play video games. Are you playing yeah. video games? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, man. Not not a whole ton, just because busyness and fatherhood and stuff. But a little bit. I finished, I put this on Twitter, but I finished a run of Islanders and was like, I'm done for a little while. <laughs> it's it's a fun time. But it's, it's very much one of those, like, once I've started a run, it's super easy to just, like, keep going in it. But it takes more energy to just start one at all because, mm-hmm. yeah, because I don't know, it's just the way it is. So doing that so that I can play some other games, which in theory is like, so I can clear out my backlog a little bit. Um, so this is the progression of things. Between now Finished up and that. October. With yeah, I mean, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and what else is October? Something else in October. Um, Somebody asked me if I was streaming. Super Monkey Ball. <laughs> no, there was something else. It was like Metroid and something else. I'm, I mean, I'm going to look it up now because because um, they were like, are you going to stream Metroid? And when I, I think it was Digital Gaming Hub, uh, Metroid and then one other game that I don't remember. And I was like, well, I'm definitely going to at least stream Metroid once. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know. Was it I'm a Nintendo gonna... thing? Oh, Mario Party? Or Mario Guardians Party? of the Galaxy? I think it was something else. Maybe he asked about Pokemon, too, even though that's not next month. But that's that was true. Just like it's not, but yeah. But like, I feel like it's not Pokemon because I feel like Pokemon's given. I mean, we <laughs> so can like, also go to to Twitter and find out. But then I have to find it wasn't on Twitter. Message. It was on Twitch. Oh, <laughs> oh well, they yeah. will never know. Rip, let me know in the comments if you're <laughs> listening, Digital Gaming Hub, because I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's coming out next month. So yeah, so yeah, you'd think that I would have made done a good job clearing out some backlog stuff um played a little bit more skyward sword and had stopped in the middle of a dungeon and so just kind of picked back up and i'm i'm honestly having a bit of a mixed time with skyward sword like i enjoy aspects of it and then there's other bits where like the back-to-back dungeons in this one specifically i'm not loving to be perfectly honest like i hate saying that because I want to just love everything, Zelda, no matter what. But it definitely, like, um, it feels very mechanics heavy in that regard, where it's just like, here's this, you know, cool thing that you can do mechanics-wise and, you know, use these tools and make this thing happen. And isn't that awesome? And sometimes it's awesome. And other times it's just kind of just what it is. And it doesn't feel very, like, gratifying in the short term like i feel like in the long term it's like yes that's really cool but like with the amount of time that i have right now it just it doesn't feel as great to just dip in do a couple of things and leave so i dipped in did a couple of things and left (laughs) (laughs) but wasn't thrilled about it um about that so i'll come back to it at some points when i feel like i have more free time but um 
yeah, we'll just see. So that was that. However, uh, just to finish up things, I did go back again. This isn't backlog things. It's just an old game that I haven't played in a long time. I yesterday or two days ago, or a couple of days ago, started playing Enter the Gungeon a little bit, mm. which I hadn't played since probably 2018 or something like that. And that is a fun game. I'm terrible at it. I'm not terrible at it. I'm medium at it. It's just hard. It is hard game. Yeah. No exit the gungeon. Not yet. No, I don't know if I if I I'd even care about picking up exit the gungeon. But dude, right? Just well, gonna stay in the. It's dungeon. fun time. Just gonna stay in the gungeon forever. Just stay in there forever. No, honestly, like it's. Um, I got two runs that were like, could have been really good. But by the time I had like all the really good weapons and stuff that I had that could have probably pulled me pretty far, I like was really low on health from other earlier dumb decisions that I made or, you know, whatever yeah. stuff like that. So didn't do particularly well, um, but I almost beat the boss of the third level, third floor twice, which is still pretty challenging. So I don't know. That's that. That's about all I've been playing, I think. Um, what about you? I've been jumping around a lot. Um, I went back to Ration and Clank after I had beef with that game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fine. You know, like I feel mm-hmm. like I would like this game way more if my initial impression wasn't terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's just like barely above board. It's like, all right, the game works. <laughs> you know, like I'm not yeah. super impressed by anything so far, but the game is working now. Functional and that's, game. That's good. Um, other than that, I play like WarioWare when I'm like just you know got a couple minutes you know rendering mm-hmm. something i can i'm like oh, i want to like get a high score in this or whatever yeah. um so i like play that like in a very like grazing sort of way and then turn it off yeah. um again smash brothers obviously uh pokemon unite which i'm so i'm so annoyed by pokemon unite but it's chipping yeah. away man mm-hmm. chipping, chipping along and it's not even a thing where it's like i'm not even trying to climb ranks right. i'm just trying to be able to play the video fun. game yeah. and because like when i play it i usually play it with lee lee is like climbing ranks so <laughs> i had to climb ranks just to be able to play with him you know oh, <laughs> so it's like man, and it, yeah. it but it's like annoying because like the only time that like i get to play it and like actually play it you know and not mm-hmm. to like worry about losing because i got get random bad teammates it's yeah. when i play with lee so it's yeah. like if if my times don't line up with when he usually plays the game like with like the squad that we usually play with yeah it's like i don't really get to climb because i just solo queue whenever i play this game <laughs> and it's like a yeah. a, a crapshoot whether i'm going to level up or not it's yeah. very annoying that's a pretty double-edged sword that sucks <laughs> yep 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 if only matchmaking was better <laughs> um or people were less stupid <laughs> i mean that too you know yeah yeah, that's. Um, I just don't play multiplayer games pretty much ever, so that, that's true. That works that's out true. pretty well. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else? I feel like there was something else, but that, I, while you think of it, I did. Remember oh, I was streaming Pokemon, but uh, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'd like to hear more about that. Um, so I'll finish up mine real fast too. Uh, dipped back into Animal Crossing for like 30 minutes, um, because random. I've, I know. Well, so um, Chris and Stephanie are friends. Um. Mm-hmm are their whole family has slowly gotten into it now which is fun so like my godson asher 
he started playing it and then Stephanie's like, I guess maybe I'll I'll join his island and have a little house. And then she got obsessed. And then Chris, the dad was like, I don't know. It doesn't seem like that fun. Started a house. Now he's upset. <laughs> so, um, but they like, apparently, unless you get fruit from other people, you can only from the islands that you go to, you can only get like one of the other of the mm. other four total five fruits. Um, so I was like, I'll go ahead and just get a bunch of my fruits so I can give some to them. And maybe I'll catch some fish. And so it was, uh, yeah, I had a good little, little bit of a stint in there. And then the last one that I did remember that I haven't mentioned on here is I picked up a game called Pico Park um, that I'd noticed somewhere. But I saw somebody was, talking about that or something. Yeah, I, I don't know. Oh, there was other games. There was other games that I was playing, <laughs> but continue. <laughs> um, my sister-in-law came over and she and Ashley and I were hanging out. And she mentioned that she played Pico Park with some other friends with her boyfriends and his friends mm. the weekend before and it was really fun and then we played it and it was it was kind of fun but i could definitely tell that it was something that's more fun when there's when you're worse at the game mm. in, not like just ability wise but like there like are more people, your understanding so more room for mistakes oh, yeah, that too. Mm. and also understanding of things for sure and like kind of working together but not working in it where it's where it's chaotic and she was like also some of them were a little intoxicated so that definitely like ultra <laughs> the chaos factor mm -hmm. but i think if you're getting through the platforming puzzle challenges together efficiently not that fun it's mm -hmm. okay i mean it's not unfun um but it's like not crazy it just gets stale it's because it's kind of like yeah all right we're mm. doing the things and there's some fun little gimmicks in there for sure but i think it probably shines in that like just kind of chaotic environment so if if you can have like six to eight people together you're gonna have a hard time but i think enjoy it better so those uh, are the, all the other random game that i played is super animal royale Oh, um, what on earth so, is that? <laughs> so it's 2D battle royale. It's like freaking, you know, like Warzone and all that stuff. And mm -hmm. animals, and you have weapons like guns, <laughs> and you can ride emus and hamster balls. Is this um, a 3D environment? It's, or? It, no, it's 2D. It's like okay. top down. It's top down war zone. <laughs> um, I was playing it with Lee and uh, Wes. I don't know if you know Wes, but some other friends. I was playing with uh -huh. Lee and some other friends. Um, and it's fun. It's a stupid game, but it's fun. Um, watching the trailer right now. It's just a battle royale game. Okay. With animals. Okay. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I saw a trailer for this at some point. It looks very silly and chaotic, but I could see how that could be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then another thing is Pokemon. I feel yeah. like th this run, so the other runs, it was like, okay, it, they made more sense, honestly. It was like, okay, I'm getting, I'm at the gym later. People are at threat of death. Somebody might <laughs> die here. Um, so far, with the exception of one Pokemon, which I'll get to, um, I have not lost Pokemon during gym, or gym battles. Most of my Pokemon die when I'm trying to catch another Pokemon. <laughs> Oh, like man. because so, like they'll chip away at you while yeah because i'm trying to keep them alive yeah while also trying to like use the right pokemon to like also Rip. not die and it's like annoying um <laughs> but i did lose a pokemon yesterday during a gym battle because i was freaking um which gym it was the fire gym yeah, um, yeah. and he hit me with senna scorches mm -hmm. um 
Dynamax move. And mm-hmm. that didn't kill me, but it traps you in fire spin. So I couldn't oh, switch no. out. And then I died because I couldn't switch out because I was slower than he was. And uh-huh. it, it was terrible. So uh, the rip knife died. Rip knife. Uh, knife, the the, uh, the um, girder, he's dead. Yep. No, nah, Cap, AJ hates Pokemon. Rip to our boy. <laughs> uh, I was giving, and I give Pokemon that I care about eulogies. If they didn't really contribute that much, I'm not giving a eulogy. Yeah, right. They didn't deserve it. Um, they didn't do anything to uh-huh. deserve a eulogy. Uh, I played a sad Pokemon, the Doom. That it's it's a sad it's a sad Pokemon song. It's the like uh freaking Ash, like is you lost a gym battle or something? And he's all uh-huh. sad. Um, it's a it's a it's a good time um but right now i'm on the fourth gym which for the rest of my runs is where they end <laughs> like <laughs> because like last which time was the fourth was, gym again is that it's b yeah, yeah um yeah. because like so the, the oh, last yeah, because gym, she had scraggy or whatever who yeah, has the, well it was like so for or... the rest of them it was because for whatever reason all my bird pokemon always die so i didn't have anything that was yeah. strong against her um, but for the last run, it was because I did have stuff that was stronger and sorry, I like a psychic type or something. And she freaking pulled out a brutal swing out of nowhere. And I'm like, go. So yep. she like, oh, code me in the rip. <laughs> um, but now I feel like I'm more prepared. I'm at, oh, yeah. And the other thing is like also because like the game expects you to like spend time in the wild area and i was like intentionally not doing yeah. that so it's like i'm on level 27 and the gym leader's on level 36 you know it's Oof. like it's like oh, eh. yeah yeah that's... it's like it's like oh ooh. pokemon just isn't one of those games i mean mainline games where like you know you can it, it's not a breath of the wild with no uh, with no armor and three hearts kind of thing where mm-hmm. you can have the least possible and still overcome the odds yeah it's it's, it's ironic not- because like <laughs> people talk about how easy it is and it's like no yeah. it's literally easy because you're making yeah. it easy right like you don't even have to go out of your way mm-hmm. to make it challenging you really don't it's not like um the, the uh there, there's anything that actually keeps you in the wild area except for mm-hmm. the fact that it's just relative to the rest of the pokemon experience pretty cool mm-hmm. it's like oh it's this vast open world thing and there's boss battles and i can play with my friends and do all that crap mm-hmm. um but you can literally just go in and leave <laughs> and if you don't use that you will be under leveled and you will mm-hmm. have to like it's like a grind yeah. um which is not fun uh but the the thing about the wild area that also is a good thing like in terms of like for content Mm -hmm. it does grinding isn't boring because you don't have to spend that much time grinding you literally like i got like i got a um what pokemon did i catch in the wild area i caught which pokemon was it mud uh mud's mud bray I caught okay. a mud yeah, brain yeah. and it was on level 11 and I'm going to the fourth gym. So like yeah. my Pokemon are like low thirties, like high twenties. And I'm like, yo, but I just did like two, uh, like two level two raids. And mm-hmm. he was already at the highest level Pokemon that I had. Like grinding is so frictionless in that game. Yeah. And that is like such a good thing. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. The, I mean, I was watching, I don't, I don't know which Poke YouTubers or any other ones are like on the good side and the bad side of things or like, mm. if you know, 
all that. So I don't know who Ludwig is, but mm, he's yeah. a Poketuber, it seems like. Yeah, well, he's um, a Twitch streamer. He, so he okay. started as a Melee player, and oh, then he started playing. I mean, like, he started, like, he's making content on Twitch, and he's like, I don't just want to be a Smash player. I want to make other content. And then he blew up. <laughs> well, there you go. Mm-hmm. So he did, um, he had some, a Nuzlocke that was a uh, um, specific the uh, the the mogul moves yes nuzlocke yeah that one so yeah. that one whatever that was um it's a rom hack and stuff that some people made for him and blah 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 um it's a fun video i enjoyed it but one of the things he talked about there was like i've just got a like 999 rare candies because you know leveling up pokemon is just like i'm as it's long as i put on the level cap there's like i personally yeah. like grinding but it's because oftentimes i'll end up doing it while i do something else Mm. and it i don't know i think it just like is therapeutic the way the two things mix together or something like that like i like having something to do while i do certain other things um how but probably wouldn't enjoy doing it that much if it was the only thing i was doing at that point in time but in the context especially streaming and stuff like grinding the only purpose for it is leveling up so if you're just going to be leveling up anyway might as well level up anyway kind of because like for whatever reason people have in their head that that is like part of the challenge it's not Mm -hmm. it's not challenging the grind it just takes time Mm -hmm. um and that's it i do always like finding efficient ways to grind in the games where it i mean not every game has that but like in bravely default 2 i found some fun ways to grind where i um was able to like not use certain resources and stuff and like was able to you know have some consistent strategies and that was just like a fun thing to figure out and then putting it in practice is just proving that and like, then the grind is job. the grind is just back it just, it just becomes <laughs> a grind again like when you figure it out it's like that's the puzzle part and then i figured it mm-hmm. out and it's a grind again <laughs> alex said breaking the game in a way they totally intended yes exactly mm-hmm. yeah all that said um yeah well i'm glad that you're at the fourth gym with uh, so a full team. <laughs> this is the make or break situation. Mm-hmm. Will I die? And then from there, everything else will continue to be make or break situation. Who knows, but... man? Who knows? Because yeah. from here, I don't think that there's no there's so there's like two distinct times where the game is like wild area. Go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm past both of those times, so I don't know if it's gonna like have that sort of leap again mm-hmm. um but i don't know i haven't been like looking because i know like a lot of people what they'll do is they'll go to like bulbapedia and they're like all right these are the levels that the gym leaders are on right. i'm just uh, like winging it <laughs> i'm like i yeah. think they're about here you know like hop mm-hmm. has these level pokemon so like i just gotta level up my pokemon like three levels higher than that uh-huh. <laughs> you know, that, like, honestly though those will because i'm sure you know those at this point up till now at least but the hop battles or that kind of a thing can definitely get you i feel like because like they're i de- i remember just in my regular run like i hadn't blacked out or whited out once and then i think after like the fourth or fifth badge or maybe after after the fifth badge i think um hop just like showed up and was like hey man how's it going and I was not ready for a battle. I had like, you I know, Hop, a couple of Hop, you that was like something. I don't know if it changes later. Um, mm-hmm. or I don't remember, I should say. Um, but Hop gives you the option. Like I remember that being weird. Oh. Cause like in earlier Pokemon games, just it, it anyway, would be a then. thing weird. where it's like, shoot, like I could like the game assumes that you go to the Pokemon Center before you battle your yeah. rival, because it's usually at 
a place where a Pokemon Center yeah. is. It's like if you pass this mm-hmm. point and you walk towards the gym, your your uh, rival's going to battle you or whatever. And it's like yep. you you walk past the Pokemon Center. You had to go there. You're not that dumb. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, but in this, you're right though. He definitely gives you the option. He's like, I yo, remember- we should battle, and I'm like no <laughs> yeah it's like, All it's, right. <laughs> it was whichever one is the bridge to the right of the uh, motostoke city mm. or whatever i think um he was like you want a battle i'll be just on the other side of that bridge and i guess i was like sure let's yeah. just do it and see what happens and that was my mistake so i mean not that it mattered it wasn't a nuzlocke so like i whited out yeah for pokemon came died, back, it so yeah, it's like doesn't really matter but that could definitely you know surprises like that could definitely get you but I guess in this case, that's not even a thing. So it's true. It's true. Uh, that said, it's a better time so far, but I might lose all my Pokemon. Who knows? Who knows? Yep. Yeah. I'm honestly, I'm looking forward to, um, yeah. I mean, I've said this before, but I'm looking forward to Brilliant Shining Diamond, Shining Pearl, just because like Brilliant Diamond. Shining Diamond and Shining Pearl. It hasn't been forever since I did that, but I did it again, dude. I did it again. Mm-hmm. I thought that I was going to like, do that in a video and it's like with how i record my videos now Uh it doesn't matter as much because it's like there will be times where i'll just like um so how i used to record my videos is i like record it in the logic and then i'll do that stuff so i I could do pickups to a certain extent where it's like Mm -hmm. as long as it wasn't during like on cam uh, segments Mm -hmm. um i could just do it again but now even that i can do pickups for where it's like i just gotta like put the shirt on i was wearing yesterday or whatever and film again um which that doesn't happen that often it's usually moments where it's off camp um and it's easy because like streamline i just recorded through streamlines and that already has the compression and all that stuff so it's Mm. like i don't have to edit the audio or anything like that i just record it and it's done um so i don't remember why i brought that up who's to say but it's what are you talking about i don't remember what we're talking about but we're something. talking about something that Pokemon connected to that. Then, uh, so, oh, because Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, Shining Diamond, Brilliant Pearl. Oh, yeah. Diamond. Like, I had, I, I thought that I was going to, like, make that mistake in a video, yeah. but I haven't yet. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> called it Shining Diamond in a video. BDSP. Yep. That's the one. Well, that's about it for the games that we're playing this week. Um, honestly, a bunch. I, I did dip into your WarioWare a tiny bit. Um, yeah, I saw you tweet that or something. Yep. And oh yeah, because you you tweeted that and then you're like playing on AJ's copy by the way. Yeah. Uh, so good times. Oh, and um, Alec earlier, I think you figured out the game that you were probably going to be playing in October. Uh, PJ Mask and Peppa Pig both Obviously. come out in October. Of course, of course. So thank you, Alec, for um, following back up on that. True. Thank you for doing the research. Yeah, but even if we're not playing those games in October, maybe maybe at some point soon we'll be talking. We'll be playing some N64 games on there. Um, hell no (laughs) No, i'm joking (laughs) (laughs) whether they're there or not you won't be playing them is that (laughs) yeah um yeah so this was a rumor kind of thing you know continued honest stuff and like rumor or not whether it happens or not i think it's interesting to to talk about especially okay i'm just gonna start out with this I, I listened to the um, podcast. It's uh, Nate the Hate and MGV, mm-hmm. MVG, sorry, mm-hmm. um, talking about this whole thing. And there were so many times I wanted to chime in and have different opinions from them on certain <laughs> things. Um, I think that the source, it's, it sounds like at least, you know, credible or not, who's to say, but it sounds like that, you know, 
the source gave information that like, yeah, probably N64 is coming at some point. And maybe that's as much information as, as was given. Sounds credible to me. Um, and then everything else from there was just speculation on what it could look like. The things that I disagreed with were just like lots of assumptions about what Nintendo would or wouldn't do based on this, that, or the other, um, which, I mean, they talked about it in a good way. So it's not like, I was like, you guys are stupid, but it's like, mm -hmm. I think very differently about this than you. Mm -hmm. And so that was fun. So um, before I get into any of my stuff, yeah, I don't know. What's what's your thoughts on all that? Um, I don't. I didn't see the video, um, mm -hmm. so I don't know what any of the reasoning was or anything like that. I think that if it's just based off of like what they should do or whatever, I still think that N64 is not a great idea. Um, <laughs> if it is a like a premium thing, I can see them doing that because there is like a lot of like you know nostalgia for that era specifically. Yeah. Like we're in the era where that era is in with the people that are spending the money. You know, yep. um, so like them making that a premium service makes sense on that end. Mm -hmm. uh but it still is like it's nes all over again where for nes like hearing about it like coming out people get excited and it's like yo i get more games and it's free and that's cool or whatever but then once you play the nes games you're like oh these aren't <laughs> these aren't great yeah. um i feel like that's going to happen for a lot of if not most of the offering in n64 especially like for the like the like the 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 masses you know like it's still mm -hmm. going to be like the people in like our demographic that's like that are like you where it's like when you're playing it a lot of the experience even now is informed by your experience then um so like there'll be janky stuff and it's like ah it doesn't matter dude that's how the game is it's great yeah. slow down <laughs> it's not a frame dip it's slow down uh -huh. um but i think that it's still going to have like that like a similar rep as far as like with the zoomers where it's like i don't want to play nes games right i, I yeah, want to I roll mean, back net code <laughs> i enjoyed that conversation with lee lessie um yeah i i i mean totally agreed uh for me okay and so just for context of the things that like they were saying on there that i was like yeah, i don't know um was that they were a, maybe a little hesitant that it should come or that it would be purely on NSO or whatever, because there's the possibility of like, but they could also just sell some of the games a la carte or whatever. And I disagree. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think if, you know, the only one they have done that for kind of was Super Mario 64. Um, and I, as somebody who loves those games, a, a bunch of them still think that it's like, they learned from the virtual console days and a not only like yes maybe they would make a bunch of money all at once when those games come out but pro maybe not also you know i mean okay no they would they would make a bunch of money when those games first yeah, come out. yeah yeah um but also i think that their focus has generally shifted from wanting to like even possibly like maximize the most amount of like just individual sales from all these games to just like, just keep it consistent. And so that's why I did that poll earlier this week. I don't know if you saw, um, but I was asking if people subscribed to Nintendo Switch Online, if I they think never I subbed. That. I usually, um, if I see the oh, yeah, I think, four tweets, I usually retweet them. You surely did. Um, um, but yeah, so <laughs> if people never subbed, subbed and then dropped or subbed, never dropped or kind of like teeter back and forth and 75% subbed and have never dropped. So mm -hmm. I think to go all the way to that said, back to your point, 
like of people probably not playing the games that much, not really caring that much about them. It's like all about comfort and yeah, knowing that you, they're there. The, the you fact that them. you know you have access to it. That's it. That's is, the whole thing. Is why people want it. Um, and I think that there's nothing in like this. This sounds less like, I mean, I'm sure that, that like how they positioned it or how they talked about it was like, this just makes sense. You know, like, mm-hmm. of course, Nintendo would do this, but nothing about Nintendo's moves says that that makes sense to them. Because mm-hmm. like even the games that they have released a la carte, they released in a way that encourages people to buy them in mass because mm-hmm. the only way that they know people buy them in mass is when you yeah. make it an event when it's like yeah i know you're probably never going to play uh freaking fire emblem in the shadow blade dragon of the darkness <laughs> of weedom but like if i tell you that it's coming out and it's only available yeah. for eight months or whatever you're going to buy it you know um so that's a really good point yeah for them to like put it on like just the e-shop and it just be on the e-shop that's not happening yeah maybe they do limited releases for something right. like that i can maybe see them doing limited releases mm-hmm. but even that makes less sense i feel like yeah. they go in one like they go one extreme or the other one it's either it's just always going to be available and you pay for it in perpetuity mm-hmm. or it's there for a burst of time and you get it or you don't you know yeah. like i think that that is their strategy for their their legacy um content yeah i mean it's the whole disney vault situation of like the disney vault things had to go in and come back out to keep them valuable but then now the disney plus exists and things are on disney plus and for disney that's better than the disney vault and nintendo like has kind of ended up doing the disney vault kind of a thing overall the nintendo i mean they always have they always like it's it hasn't even worked out as well for them as it did for disney and the other thing is like true (laughs) i mean yeah it just in that like they don't it doesn't have like the same because nintendo didn't outright brand it i feel like the disney vault has like better pr yes um but nintendo does it and just doesn't say anything about it you know like they have the same strategy where it and it's proven to work where it's like Mm -hmm us not just giving you what you say you want whenever you say you want it right makes it still valuable to everybody involved when we went to release it or mm-hmm. when we think it's like uh, yeah enough fervor built behind this thing we'll put it out again you know i think the problem for nintendo too if they were considering putting anything on the eShop, is like they know that ocarina of time and super mario 64 are worth x amount of money and they know realistically to most people wave race is worth half of that Mm -hmm. but they can't they can't price those things any differently from each other or if they do that causes other problems and then like they have to think about pricing everything so it's like this whole thing where they have to keep up with stuff that they don't probably want to be keeping up with it all Mm -hmm. so putting it on a service is like kind of putting it out of their minds where they're like we can just have it there and then leverage that as like then um, it still retains its value and it kind of evens out everything's value inherently you know so it's like it sort of devalues the like higher games on that totem pole Mm -hmm. but it also raises the value of something like golf it's like you wouldn't yeah. pay freaking 20 dollars a year to play golf but guess what you're doing it because you yep. want mario 3 you know like exactly yeah yeah i think it's just like it, it just makes sense that also it's a pr thing like you said like it's pr to just have 
N64 games at all on a service. And that like, if people don't, if you don't have a switch, but you love the N64 era or whatever, then like, instead of them making the N64 many, they put N64 games. I mean, this has always been the logic, I guess, but like, instead of thinking that like, there's people that have a switch and might want to buy N64 games, there just are people out there. I remember somebody asking, um, like, I kind of want to buy a switch. Can you play Donkey? Donkey Kong 64 mm-hmm. on there and it's like really Donkey Kong 64 yeah, is the game mm-hmm. that would make you want to buy a switch but like for some people Wave Race 64 is just like the game that they're like man I remember that game and it would be enough to like topple it over yeah there. like logistically it ends up being the like the 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 last the straw, straw that broke the, the can- yeah exactly yeah. like that's what the situation is and that is also a big part of it where it's like not even just the IP like they don't and I mean, in a way, it is still IP. Like N64 is their intellectual property. Like that has clout mm-hmm. in people's head. Just the N64 is like a chess piece for them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so them putting that out when and where it makes sense is also a part of the whole Disney vault thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think... And this is, it's funny too, because the way they were talking about N64 on that podcast of it being this potentially like really lucrative standalone thing that like, in some ways I'd love for it to be in some more realistic ways, I'd love for it not quite to be, because that means that we get it in a service where I don't have to spend money on each individual thing, Mm -hmm. but it's exactly how I was talking about GameCube in a video like a month ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like I, you know, and I we talked about think, all this stuff years ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> All of it. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. It's, um, but yeah, I mean, then the, the other part of this is it sounds like probably it'll come in like a tier kind of thing, which we which, also talked about yep. years ago, <laughs> which sounds fine to me. I don't yeah. Care. I mean, like, I'm good sense. to pay I mean, right now I do well, the family well, plan. It'll it's, be instead of twenty dollars a year, it'll be thirty dollars a year. Yeah. OMG, like, you know, like or even if it's sixty dollars a year, it's yeah. okay. Now I'm paying the same that I'm paying for everything else, right. <laughs> which I, I doubt mean, that like, they would do I that pay, for I probably pay like what a hundred dollars a year or something for Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. and I don't use Amazon Prime. Like it, it makes sense to have it, and it is better and all that kind of stuff. Blah blah. blah. But like realistically i care way more about this service than i do that i'm about. going to actively use yeah multiple times a month you know if not a week you know yep yeah so um who knows when it's going to happen whether sooner or later or anything like that but um maybe something either related to this or something will be happening in the next six months because there's a new switch controller that had a um copyright thing fcc application uh yeah um and this was was pixel the first person to notice this or i he was the first person i saw tweet about it in any Mm. case so maybe not but um in any case yeah there's potentially a new switch controller that it was the around the same time we were talking about n64 stuff so i think i and maybe some other people were like were well like, it's probably an n64, n64 thing yeah. and maybe it is maybe it's not who's mm-hmm. to say um but yeah basic details are that it has the serial code or something serial code i guess something like that um hac043 and the hac042 was the snes controller um for switch online and hac 022 
was the ring fit ring con and other stuff so it seems like and timeline wise it doesn't seem like this is going in timeline order of like one two three four five six seven eight nine ten uh-huh. it seems like they're batching them together um and so because ring con came out after the snes one did so yeah i don't know how numbers, so i don't know how ftc filing works but if it's anything like copyright that would make sense because like it has a fee for like when you file stuff and it makes more sense to file like you know like collections of work mm-hmm. rather than uh filing for each individual thing yep. um so like i could if it works like that maybe that's why yeah um but the six month bit is something along the lines of like somewhere it said that um I can't find it in this article, but basically something along the lines of like, hey, don't tell anybody what's going on we have for the next six months because it could spoil the surprise, pretty much. Um, so yeah, I don't know. What do you think? What are what's our options? Um, I don't even know why. Like when I saw some like that was like the wording for the their article or whatever, where it's like, we could have a new controller by March. I'm like, okay, why do I care? <laughs> like March, <laughs> we're we're hyping a controller. But between now and March, a controller announcement between now and March, and Keep we don't a mind. controller that we don't even know. Like it's yeah. not even a thing that like this might even be a, not even be a controller that matters. You know, like yeah. a new N sixty four controller. So what? It's going to be like uh, th- that's not even a good controller. <laughs> like that is the question. Do if they if they do uh you know N sixty four controller thing, do they do a one to one of the original like? in some ways they kind of have to not have to but like they have so far so it you know makes sense with precedent but in other ways like please don't <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know I... man <laughs> i mean to me i would rather um i don't know what i'd rather i think it'd be fun to have i if mean it was like a new like you know like improved joy con or whatever, mm-hmm. be what everybody would hope for you know mm-hmm. like that'd be cool um, I do, I don't I don't I actively don't care if an if it's a N64 controller because you got me messed up if you think I'm going to pay money for an N64 <laughs> controller in the year of our Lord 2022, yeah. not even 2021, but mm-hmm. 2022. That's the future, you know. That's like it hasn't even happened it's yet. Crazy, dude. I'm aside, not spending money on an N64 controller. As an aside, what? what's the year that's the closest that sounds the most futuristic to you? Like if I say 2029, that sounds like fake year kind of a thing. Um, or like, you know, mm-hmm. if I get 2072, like that sounds like that's not a real year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but, but like how close can I get than that? Yeah, yeah. Definitely, I'd say like 2035, probably yeah. 2035 is probably the closest thing. Cause like, I would say 2040, but 2035, I'm like, damn that's a metaphor (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah 2030s for sure i can even see like 2031 feels kind of like that of like yeah the 2020s i I, you know i can see it like still kind of crazy but you know also but it's gonna happen i just dropped a water bottle it's true it's gonna i mean it might not happen we don't know that's true (laughs) we don't know (laughs) could all explode yeah um and then we'll never get metroid prime 4 Zio more and, never get it than we're never no, getting it now. We're gonna get Metroid Prime 4 before <laughs> 2035 for sure. It's 2023. I already told y'all. 
But what if the earth explodes before even 2023? Then we'll we'll never get it. Then we'll never get it. Yeah. Um, But, you know, Nintendo Treehouse will get to play it. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) We'll never get that, but we will get Bluetooth support on the Switch. In the I'm We've so already sick it. of this. Turn it back off. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sick of it. <laughs> what do you mean? Tell me more. Because people, it's just like the smugness of the internet is oh, annoying. Yeah. Like people being like, oh, they fun. Like, first of all, uh, there was like this, this tweet that was like circling around that like simultaneously made the person to me sound stupid, but they were trying to make Nintendo sound stupid because they're like, you mean to tell me that this was on the whole time and they just didn't know how to turn it on? It's like, you sound like an idiot because it's Bluetooth supported. So obviously, yes, it was always capable of doing this. It was Mm -hmm. literally always a possibility. Mm -hmm. It was just something they didn't want to do for one reason or another. Um, And I can see why they didn't want to do it just based off of the fact that like, it still doesn't entirely work because it like messes with Joy-Con connectivity and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So it's like if if I'm them and I'm like, ah, better Joy-Con connectivity or Bluetooth audio, I'm picking yeah. Joy-Con connectivity. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I just and I also don't like the whole thing where people beg for something for so long. Mm-hmm. And then it gets done and they spend so much time complaining about how long it took to get done instead of just enjoying the thing you just got. Like yeah. It's, it's it's like just think about how annoying that is just in day-to-day life with regular people interactions mm-hmm. like people complaining about a thing that you did for them because you didn't do it on their time makes you not want to do the thing yeah. <laughs> so it's like i don't know like i don't i don't get it i don't get it <laughs> that's funny because like i mean i'm sure I somehow missed that whole side of people's reactions to it. I think I saw a little bit of like, well, now about voice chat, now we're going to get more voice chat kind of thing. And I'm like, I said, like, for me, it's just like, there's been probably 10-ish situations where I've been like, man, it would be great to have Bluetooth right now. And I didn't have it. And I'm like, oh, if that situation ever comes up again, which it might never, to be perfectly honest, then the option's there. And that's pretty nice. Um, Outside of that, like, cool, you know, I'm not too butthurt either direction. Yeah, like, just like an example of something that I'm always complaining about, like freaking Smash, like how it handles a lot of Wi-Fi stuff. Yeah, You will not see me being like, finally, they did this. I'm going to be like, dope. Now I get to yes, play the video right. game and it's even more fun for me. Like, mm-hmm. why am I mad that they did something that I want? <laughs> so right. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. Agreed. Uh as side note, Alec, yes. Earlier he mentioned Quest 64. If that comes to N64 stuff, that you'll be streaming that and playing it. I no. <laughs> <laughs> I remember playing Quest 64 one time. That was like one of those elusive games that like I was like, was that a real game that I played at a friend's house that one time or wasn't it? And it was, and it was Quest 64. And I remember thinking this was like super cool and I loved it a lot but you know i only played it for like an hour so i have i'd be interested to go back to it now and be like wow that maybe isn't as good as i remembered it to be or i don't know something like that um but something else that might hopefully be as good as you want it to be is nickelodeon all-stars maybe eventually Ah, it's going to get voiceovers 
Yeah, we talked you about know? this last I week know. about how cheap this game looks. Um, <laughs> and like voice acting is only one piece of that puzzle. Yeah. Um, yeah. cause like everything else about the stage, like like all the stages and stuff, they look so lifeless and cheap. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like and it's so sad because I haven't like, watched the really game, any of the footage, it, but are the stages all flat or any of them like doing no nah, there's or? like different like there's stuff like that like that one of the first stages that they showed off and like one of their like um like breakdown videos is like a spongebob stage it's like the amusement park and it has like a roller coaster or whatever mm-hmm. that goes through it and stuff like that so they're like there's like variety like they look different they're like different formats but they're like almost like almost every decision that i see them make is competitive first and not even just competitive first, but yeah. just competition. Like that's right. all they care about. And like me, I love playing competitive Smash, but I wouldn't like that that much if the like production value of Smash Brothers wasn't there. Yeah. Um. Like the, the so so much of Smash is like how much attention to detail is in the game and all uh-huh. that stuff. And there's no, none man, of I that. I remember you the- guys talking about that last week, and I at that point had just finished making the video and talked about brawl out and stuff like that and i feel like that kind of thing where like i mean exactly like you said last week that like competition is like or the competitive scene is important but like you need to win people over with it just being fun mm-hmm. and being like lighthearted and that kind of stuff and i mean they've got the ips to potentially do it anyway but yeah. if once you get in there the game plays like i mean even with smash even with smash like i've seen people play it who are casuals that are like uh there's too much going on it's complicated Mm -hmm. and stuff and like if everything is tech and there's no like rng and like lighthearted stuff or whatever that's just like it's it's going to be hard to get anybody in that's not competitive and then at that yeah it's yeah i don't necessarily think they need stuff like that like it doesn't need to be gimmicky Mm -hmm. it just needs to feel like a product with care <laughs> you know because like, <laughs> yeah. like like imagine if smash didn't have voice acting right like, yeah you know like pk fire would be would be so he unhealed. would ju- he would just it would just be silent and then yep like that would showing be like, anybody my moves <laughs> exactly you wouldn't be showing your moves pit we would have never known that he he'd never learned how to read we yep. would have never knew that <laughs> like when does he say that is Star that KF. like it's a star KO. So like there's there, this is an RNG thing, but it's yeah. not a negative RNG thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when you KO somebody off the top, there's a chance that they'll have a star KO and then characters have different st- like, yeah. um, you mean the kind of, they go, it's like, like team rockets blasting yes, off again, yes, yes, you know? right. <laughs> like that sort of situation. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, like there's so much stuff in smash like that. Yeah that even down to like the sounds that characters make when they walk oh yeah grunts and stuff and like i mean and the thing too with this because i remember when i first heard about this like if it's a question of paying the actors enough then like maybe there's contracts with the actors where it has to be the actual you know like um kenny yeah whoever his name is who does spongebob maybe but maybe not and if not then like to be honest there these but characters even if that's are the all... case it's not like they've never had voice acting in a nickelodeon game right i just mean like, like you know if what if it's like a budget reason or something uh-huh. like that for to get all these people these are some of the voices that get um uh, 
imitated or whatever the right mm. word is that I'm forgetting all of a sudden. Um, like there's just so many people that do like sound voices. Stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Sound like on all across YouTube or whatever. So like you could easily get people and pretty well underpay them compared to their, you know, like industry counterparts, mm. um, but are in a reasonable, still a good way or something. And it, you know, work out fine enough within the context of the game. Yeah. You don't have to be like, all right, everybody gets $2 million for this product because that's what it costs to get you in a, yeah. you know, a film or whatever. It's mm -hmm. like... Yep. <sighs> yeah. So it's, yeah. that sucks, um, but hopefully, I mean, here's hoping, you know, I, I mean, I think that this game will be fun and everything and all that stuff. And I don't even necessarily want it to be super good because I want to play this game for that long. I just want it to be good because I want somebody to put pressure on Nintendo because yeah. like Smash has no competition so <laughs> they can do whatever they want. Yeah. And I, I like Smash how it currently is, but I'm not opposed to them having a reason to make it better, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like. If you could change one thing about Smash, like biggest change, what like what would that be? Um, how granular does the change have to be? <laughs> Literally whatever you want. It would be online, like mm -hmm. just like how they handle online. Like I would even rather they make online how it used to be in Smash Four. Hmm. Um, not in terms of like, and none of this is like uh net code you know none of that crap but just yeah. like stuff where you'll be fighting somebody on and the only option to fight like random people is either you do a tournament or you do quick play and with quick play you can't change your character in between matches the the whole thing with like gsp just incentivizes people to not rematch because they want to like cheese to get wins to grow their gsp rather than actually earning their gsp um they they just don't they don't do a good job at like encouraging people to play the game <laughs> you know like everybody is just trying to cheese everybody else and that just makes the entire experience toxic unless you're playing with people you know yeah um so i feel like they should change that <laughs> agreed that's also for me the thing that i would <laughs> for that <laughs> uh yeah man, i feel you um continuing on with no segue the good castlevania is coming to switch question mark question mark uh, i don't know that much shoot. about castlevania but um i know apparently the ones on game boy advance are pretty well liked i realized that i have one of them in my collection that from somebody else from nice. their collection and it's the most valuable physical game that i own <laughs> nice so how much fun. is it worth <laughs> it's just the cartridge and honestly, probably like it's going to go down in value if and when this does come out. Oh, yeah, Just the cartridge happens. is $117. Oh my God. So that's pretty good. Um, so I'm definitely thinking about, I think it's Aria of Sorrow, um, which I think is one of, like I might just play it real quick and then sell it. Um, nice. We'll see, you know, who cares? Why not? <laughs> You didn't even know you had it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like, not like I'm missing anything. You know, there's, there's, I mean, I've got those GameCube games I was going to do something like that for, and then I just never got around to it. So we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, there um, was a. Uh... Only Castlevania I hear people talk about is the, the one on PlayStation. I don't yeah, remember what it's called. PS2 one. Um, Castlevania. No, it was on I think it's on PlayStation. Oh, PlayStation 1. Yeah, oh, uh, right. Symphony, yeah, yeah. Symphony of the Night. Yeah, that yeah. one. That one. That's right. the one that people talk one. about. Um, so, yeah. unless it's I that. Think that and, 
was like that and Super Metroid were the Castlevania and Metroids that that like, are like the Metroid, Metroid thing. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. 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 Um, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, freaking um, the thing about Castlevania is like I don't care about any of the games, and I feel like the only thing that I do care about is the anime. But the games are like not that you know. Whereas like the anime is based off of the games, but they mm-hmm. changed a lot of stuff, and it's going to be like that in reverse for people that are like like freaking um what's his name Isaac's not a black guy you know it's like <laughs> but for me he is you know like uh-huh. and like how these characters are in this show is like how they are in my head and they're very different from that in the games so. I'm I'm gonna like I don't care (laughs) and from the gameplay that I've experienced it's not a game that I want to play for that like Mm -hmm. which games have you played at all do you know I played a little bit of the ones that are on the NES collection thing um and there's no there's no SNES one no there's no SNES one on on this um but I played the the one and I think there's the remix one on here too I messed around with the with the Castlevanias when they were yeah. when they came out on the the NES, but mm-hmm. didn't play them for super long. Yeah, uh, and I feel like for a lot of characters in Smash, where it's like they put them in the game and they basically just make them jump like they do in their game. Blah blah. blah. Mm-hmm. I don't even like using them in Smash, <laughs> so it's like <laughs> I don't really care to play these games. Removed yeah. from the fact that the show's pretty cool. I'm looking up which. Is Simon Bell somebody Alec? If you know, or Trev, if you know, if you guys have any thoughts, um, is Simon Belmont and all of them from just the NES ones, or are they no. also in Symphony of the Night and stuff? So um, no, um, I know that like Alucard is in Symphony. I think he's on the cover <laughs> um, of Symphony of the Night. Gotcha. Um, I'm looking it up. I think I've yeah. So Simon Belmont looks like, yeah, he's he's in some of the other ones, um, but mostly in um, Castlevania, Castlevania 2, Castlevania. So like, I think the way they jump and all that stuff is pretty much representative more of the NES type era of, of um, mm. Castlevania as opposed to like, I don't know that the two of them are very representative of what it would feel like to play symphony of the night or these well i know symphony of the night is different because i know at least for part of it you play as alucard um and he does not move like that (laughs) (laughs) no because i definitely agree the little bits i've played of nes castlevania i'm i like i i I get it and i see how it it would have been fun in 1987 or whatever you know um, when no wasn't I, alive neither were you yeah (laughs) so it wouldn't have been very fun i wouldn't have had a lot to do not even there Mm -hmm. Um, 1986 actually what this person looks like but but yeah um but i'd be interested to play some of the later ones and see um, how i like them by comparison so apparently yeah it was rated in taiwan as a castlevania advanced collection for switch and there's a bunch of stuff that's been rated that like we're waiting to get announced so i don't know what the time like timeline is usually like on those but if i'm being perfectly honest I'm a little bit surprised. Like I said at the beginning of the month that I'm I'm totally fine if we don't get a September direct. I'm still a little surprised that we didn't get one last week. That's not That's to say, say we still September couldn't. Not over yet. Yeah, I mean, it's I didn't engage to... with this at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, very fine. Um, but yeah. September direct, whatever. Yep. 
Yo, it's the September direct, though. It the is. September direct. I mean, what are you going to do without it? And the last bit of news is that Suda51 wants to bring back an old Nintendo game, which is the Mysterious Murasami Castle. Somebody asked him if you wanted to use an old IP and bring it back or something, what would you do? And he said that one. So, cool. I also want to bring back an old Nintendo game. (laughs) I was trying. Me too. Plenty of them. There's a Mm -hmm. lot. There's a lot. It's called Ocarina of Time. (laughs) Yo, I too would want to bring that game back. I would want to bring it back and make it a good game. (laughs) I am very much on the side of Trev and Alec. AJ is off in the distance. (laughs) Alex said Golden Sun. So yeah, we're we're on the Yo, I'm down to bring back all these games and make them good. Man, what a time. Yeah, um, blah, blah, blah. That's, that's pretty much it for Suda. He, he said, to be honest, I really want to say Zelda, but I know that's not okay. I know deep down inside, it's not okay. It's not okay for me to make a Zelda game, you know? That's not all right. Man, he, what, hey, what do you do with the Zelda him. game? At least he knows himself. Um, based off of the games that I've played from Suda, I don't want to play <laughs> a Suda 51 Nintendo game. I'm uh-huh. sorry, I don't. Honestly, the more I hear about No More Heroes 3 from people, like, because I don't know who's reviewing stuff and whatever, pretty much, but like, you know, I trust people that I know. The more I'm like, eh, I'd probably like it. Like, people complained, especially about the open world area is like really bland and boring. But then apparently it's like, yes, it is, but it's also kind of like in the first one, at least it was a commentary on the like, it was kind of meta, like down on purpose, but also yeah. re- knowing me, I kind of just don't care that much if the were if the open world is bland and boring. Like that's so it's like more and more things where it's like if I st- if I procured this game in some fashion, maybe I would enjoy it. But I'm also not. Going I feel like well, if if this game is anything as far as like gameplay wise, like Travis Strikes Again, I wouldn't like that. Um, and that would usually be the redeeming factor for a game like this, where it's like very informed by the the whole like auteur thing. And that is a turnoff mm. for me. That's always like yeah. negative, yeah. negative 60% on whatever video game. It's like your game yeah. has to be very, very good for me to like it if you're that much into yourself <laughs> like <laughs> it has to be like the most phenomenal game ever. And even then, it's like it could be 125% game. Like it's the best game ever. Mm-hmm. And it's just a 90 to me. Cause you're, you're like, a, you're like, I don't want to say the word on yeah. directly to you. <laughs> it's like, I, yeah, I, it's I, good, but there's no way it can be that good that yeah. you act like that. You know, like yeah. it, 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 there's too many Kanye's like y'all got to calm down. Honestly, <laughs> I, I feel you there. There's definitely some art like uh, um, for anybody who listens to any kind of like metal stuff or whatever. Um, there's a band that's gotten really big recently within the genre uh, of like instrumental progressive metal kinds of stuff called Polyphia. And they do a lot of like um, the it's kind of like merge some instrumental metal stuff, but then also like sort of hip hop kind of trap sorts of stuff as well. Mm-hmm. And which is fine. And I like it. All right. But the main guy has an intentional persona of being a douchebag. And I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> and uh, like, and so um, 
my sister-in-law's boyfriend loves Polyphia. And like, I honestly, I listened to them back a long time ago, like when they just had like a couple EPs out or whatever. And I've been sort of following them and it just kind of like dropped off because I'd watched some things and I was like, man, I just don't really like this guy. And then talking to sister-in-law's boyfriend, he was saying like, yeah, like, I really, really like them. And that's just a persona of his, like, he's not actually like that. And he realized recently, like, maybe I shouldn't do that because people don't really get the joke. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know that it's, even if it's yeah. not you, it just doesn't feel like a joke. It feels like an opportunity. To that, just- yeah. That's the, that's the thing. <laughs> like recently there was, um, I was talking to Lee about this. There's this, uh, smash brothers player. He's like top six or something uh in the world his mm-hmm. name's mars and like his girlfriend was like she was like upset that people were like happy that he lost in the last big smash tournament mm-hmm. because like people are like yeah he lost because his whole like thing is that he's a jerk and he's like yeah. always talking about people being bad at the game and like i mean relative to him they're bad at the game but like yeah. he like is toxic about it yeah, like his right. whole thing is that he's toxic and she's like don't you guys get it's just for content he's a great guy and blah 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 and i'm like as a content creator if your persona is that you're toxic there's part of you that's toxic you know like if you made the decision to be like this is how i'm going to present myself to the world is i'm toxic you're probably toxic you know (laughs) like because there's a part of you that wants to act like that even if it's a like satire or whatever it's like you're getting your stuff it's fantasy fulfillment it's mm-hmm. like, I don't get to be a jerk in my regular life. So I'm going to be a jerk under the guise that it's for the content. You yeah. Know? Like, and it feels very, Alex said, life isn't WWE, which is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it feels very much like, you know, you say something and someone's like, oh, maybe you shouldn't have said that. And you're like, it was a joke. Mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, if nobody called you out on it, you would never have said it was a joke and yeah. you wouldn't have cared if people got it as a joke or not. So yeah. like, that's always, you know, it's gross. Which, it's, yeah, it's nasty. Yeah. So, all that said, I, I definitely get that. As far as the auteur thing, you know, like I think there's some Suda feels like he's having a, a silly fun time with the whole thing, mm-hmm. which definitely lessens it in terms. Yeah, of like I don't life. think he's a jerk or anything like that. Yeah, I right. just think that like for him, like there's definitely auteurs that are like jerks <laughs> they're like yo i mean yeah. best oh, thing ever sure. and blah yeah, blah yeah. blah but he's more uh-huh. so he just like really likes the thing that he makes and he's like yo yeah. i think that this is the best not even a thing of like i'm the best but like this right. thing that i made is the best thing and i love it <laughs> and it's like that's cool that's cool i'm uh-huh. glad you love it but like from what i've played i don't <laughs> i don't um and like all the like commentary stuff just comes off as pretentious to me um so it's like yeah i don't know Yep. And that's it for the news. And that's it for the news. Um, I was going to add in a thing that I didn't. Uh, That was just, there's so many games in September. And then I was going to go through and find a bunch of games in September. Look at all these games. But then I didn't do it. Um, So um, it didn't happen. But just as an aside, there's like a lot of games in September that I'm like, I would like to have played this but there's just too many of them. Like specifically Eastward came out yesterday and I, oh, yeah, true. I'd like to play that, but like, I, I'm just going to wait until at some point when I do, I guess, you know, I'm having a hard time making myself buy games because of backlog. And cause I know that I just don't have a lot of time for games, but um, yeah, there's just lots of good games and that's very fun for everybody involved. It's true. There's a lot of games. Yep. PJ Masks, for example, Peppa Pig. That's true. Yeah, maybe Quest 64 if 
Um, oh, Trev said Windbound ruined me on experimenting with new games. I was so excited for that game and it was terrible. Man, I most games at this point, I'll look at them and that one as a perfect example, I'll look and be like, does this one look like it's going to be good? And then, you know, get excited or whatever, and then still wait for reviews. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then again, like definitely like reading the things that those reviews say. Um, I mean, sometimes maybe I'm the person that, you know, I got a game for free or something, and then I can tell other people if it's good or bad. Yep. But if I'm if I'm going to be paying for myself, I'm going to make sure that the flaws that the game has are ones that I don't really care about. Like um, I was wanting to play King's Bounty 2 that came out a little bit ago last month and read the reviews. And it seems like even though it got kind of not great reviews, like a bunch of sixes kinds of things and some better, some worse, um, the things that people didn't like about it were like, the story's not very good and the pacing is something, something. And I don't care that much about story and pacing. So I'm like, is it done in a way where I can just ignore that and be fine? Mm-hmm. And maybe I haven't decided yet. So, um, but they said, but the combat's really, they're the, like, you know, the battle things, this turn-based RPG, uh, the battle things are fun. And so for me, that's the thing, that's the primary attractor yeah. anyway. So it still keeps it in a realm where it's like, maybe I would still enjoy this, but that said, there's that. So uh, I don't know any games in September that I want to play. <laughs> um but eastward i was like from like the trailers and stuff that i saw i was like i might play it Mm -hmm. because it looks cool but i don't know (laughs) yeah that's a game that if you get it i'll play it that's exactly (laughs) what i was about to say maybe i'll go ahead and because i know that i want to play it eventually maybe i'll go ahead and get it because i think it's still on sale for like the launch sale or whatever maybe for the next couple days Uh, i don't know i'll look eastward it was on sale for like, I mean, like 10%. So nothing. It is $24.99. Not on sale anymore, but it was only like $2 off anyway. So not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I might go ahead and get that. So, cause I know I'm going to play it eventually. And then feel free to hop on. As nice. You fit. Sick. Mm, Trev said, what about a new game that's out, but broken? Oh yeah. Yeah. And then mentioned Baldo. Baldo. <laughs> yeah. I I've read the reviews for that one similarly. And ooh, yeah, that seems like it did not deliver how we were expecting to, which that always sucks. Like, and same for Skatebird. I read some reviews that like, I mean, that one's on game pass, so I might just play it on there anyway. True. But like, I was excited about Skatebird. It looked really cool and fun. And apparently it just like, doesn't really deliver. So yeah, I saw like I that was like a weird trajectory though, because I saw a lot of people that were like hyped for Skatebird. It was like, oh, this yeah. game's gonna be sick. And then like the month leading up to it, I saw a lot of people being like, this game's gonna suck. And I'm like, <laughs> yo, where did that come from? I thought you were hyped for this game. Um, yeah. and the people in the last month were the ones that were right, apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah, Alex said, "Birds on Tech Decks, what's not to love?" Apparently, just like that like the concept's fun but it just doesn't really deliver particularly well kind of a thing i don't know it's on game pass so i'm i am yeah, gonna actually game, play it on pass game pass game at some point is the dub that's for yep. the dub and so is astria ascending so that's perfect because that. nice. all right so that's it from the news now moving on to comments from your video it's true let's do it you made a video star fox i did which we true. randomly happened to 
I tweeted the thing that was like the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Time. I was like, I was the script was done <laughs> when when I saw that. I was like, because it's another thing that's like I'm not necessarily want it because like I still could. I could make so many videos about Star Fox. Yeah. Um, I still haven't made like the full on video of like what a Star Fox game could be, just like general ideas of like yeah. the the main thing that I feel like people don't talk about enough is the like the team aspect yeah. of yeah. Star Fox. Like that's such a big thing in the the lore and the story and in the like the dialogue and stuff like that. But gameplay wise, it's like Slippy can show your your enemy's health bar. <laughs> cool, you know. It's like that's that is not that that is not representative of how they present this world. Yeah. Um. But there, yeah, there could be way more videos about that. I, I just need to set aside the time to do uh -huh. it. I mean, so yeah. They, would you rather it be a thing where if there's if there's the team dynamics, it's it's always multiplayer in some way, or like, okay, what's the best way to to say this? Like, or yeah, like, like more AI. multiplayer kind of stuff. Yeah, I guess we're like they would just be AI people, or it's you know other humans playing it, or it's something where it's a single player mission kind of thing, but it's more. Uh, not metroidvania but almost that kind of thing in the sense that you're like and this it, is a slippy section it depends on things. how good it is <laughs> like the better the game is the more okay i am with it being single player yeah. but i feel <laughs> like co-op games especially like not even just multiplayer mm -hmm. but co-op games the yeah. most mask games that are like okay <laughs> you know like <laughs> games not necessarily bad but it's okay and i can play it with my friends so this makes it a great game you know i mean jackbox uh, games as for yes, you and dan conversation exactly. from forever ago is a perfect example exactly i mean I, for anybody who doesn't know the background jackbox games are great but dan was saying they were s tier yeah, he, like, like of all franchises ever yeah dan was like they belong in s tier and i'm like <laughs> if you've got certain people to play with 100 percent. depending on other people there have definitely been times that i've been playing like i want to be done playing this game right yeah. now because the other people are being competitive about jackbox about games jackbox. Like, and, and that's, here, see that's the thing that's another part i mean this is the tangent but that's yeah. like another reason why to me the game is an s tier because the game is not what makes the game fun mm -hmm. <laughs> it's it's like the people around yeah. you that make the game fun and like if that's an entire franchise is like it's carried by like the people you play it with i don't know if the franchise mm -hmm. is that great it's cool yeah. you know but that's not s tier worthy that's I think, worthy of a b you know it's as like far as like grade but yeah. it's not that high of a grade i think it's a good catalyst whereas not everything is a good catalyst you know what mm -hmm. i mean we're like yeah having really good prompts for fun is like pretty hard to do. So mm. they do a really, really good job at that. Right. Um, but yeah, still it can, it can be bad if you're just with not fun. People. Yeah. I, for me, it's like a and S tier level games, like they're carried by the game, not the right. people that you play with or the, the way that you play it or the yeah. game itself is worthy of that. And mm. I don't think that that meets that uh, criteria. <laughs> like I created a time cap. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah no star fox uh like i said if the yeah. game's good i'd be down with it being single player 
because that mm-hmm. would allow them to like flesh it out more and like you know um but yeah. if they didn't like if they don't put that level of effort into it they wouldn't have to if it was co-op <laughs> yeah i mean i'm thinking too about like um luigi's mansion three and mm-hmm. luigi and Gooigi, and like it wouldn't it would have be done very different way but like you know similar kind of idea that like yeah it's done well single player and co-op even though their powers their abilities are different but you mm-hmm. can still do it regardless like i thought that was really well implemented yeah but most and that's kind of like what i was talking about in the video where it's like they could do either one you know like yeah. they could do it where you're switching between all of them or like you, the other ones are controlled mm-hmm. by your friends or whatever or they can do it where it's like this is a slippy segment you know yeah. like they could do either one. It just yeah. depends on how. Good I mean, the game. alternatively, it's two separate but related modes too. Yeah. Where like you know, there's just like the co-op section of it is um is more like on rail shooter kind of stuff or dogfighting kind of things or you know something along those lines where like it's all starship things but mm-hmm. you know slippies yeah it goes underwater or whatever mm-hmm. and those kind of, their abilities kind of transfer over a little bit into that multiplayer section but in the single player bits it's more refined the kinds of things they can and can't do and mm-hmm. um, like whole sections and stuff right I don't know. yeah I, I mean i thought that was a really good point that like i hadn't thought about a whole thanks. lot but but was very good i don't think anybody does which is weird it's such an obvious theme to me mm-hmm. um yeah i think once you bring it up for sure and then like once they do it they can't go back very easily yeah they can't can't go back from that (laughs) yeah um let's see so some comments chris t said i personally have never played a star fox game i only know him from growing up playing smash brothers so i would love for a smart a star fox game to be on the switch so i can finally get into the series but i agree that it should be a new game for it so it can finally live up to all its potential and the game designers vision like breath of the wild with zelda which mm-hmm. was my first zelda game and made me go back and play and want to play a lot of the last zelda titles side note nintendo needs to put more past zelda titles on switch i just want to pay them 50 or 60 bucks just give me the <laughs> option i also have never played a metroid game and i'm looking forward to playing dread next month yeah like I think that that's the case for a lot of people for a lot of these franchises is they fell in love with the characters because Mm -hmm. of smash. (laughs) So like hated or love it. Even if not fell in love because of them, at least got cursory knowledge yeah. of them from it mm-hmm. so that it's familiar enough to fall in love with the And game. I don't mean like everybody, but there's people that yeah, oh, totally. love yeah, these right. characters because of Smash. Yeah. So like to to then have these characters that people like so much as characters like mm-hmm. in an F-Zero way, in a Star right. Fox way. And it's just like, you never actually see her play as this character. That's like what? <laughs> like that seems like a big uh, waste of potential there, especially when you can like do both. You know, like you can yeah. you can incorporate stuff like dog fighting into a game like this, but it being the game, not only the fact that like in the year of our Lord twenty twenty one, it that's not a sixty dollar experience. I don't care how much you like Star Fox, um, the original games. Yeah. And they're not going to use an IP with this level of clout <laughs> to mm-hmm. be like, I ah, would just make a $30 game. You know, like th- yeah, that's not right, what Nintendo right. does. Um, so it's like, if we're going to get a new game and it's going to be like a full price to maybe $50 game, you know, like mm-hmm. at least make it worth that, you know? Yeah. The thing that's tricky for me is that whole, that interview that Game Explained did with 
uh, Giles Goddard or Giles Goddard or whatever mm. from, um, and they asked him, you know, he talked about F zero and doing a realistic F zero and stuff. They yeah. brought up whatever the spiritual successor to, to star Fox is being worked on. That's pretty much like a lookalike of star Fox SNES. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, somebody's going back and making a new star Fox esque game with the same polygonal. Um, what's the, what's the chip called? The FX chip? Uh, super FX, super FX chip. Yeah. With that kind of style. And, um, what do you think of that? Like, would you do that or whatever? And he, you know, was like, no, I, I definitely want to make a new, you know, a new Star Fox game. But then when he described the new Star Fox game, it was very much like, I want to make a new Star Fox game, just like the old ones kind Mm -hmm. of a thing, which makes me nervous that like somebody who even was talking about F-Zero as being futuristic, like, and wants to push innovation as a game designer is still stuck in the like F or Star Fox's old Star Fox kind of yeah. thing makes me nervous for just the number of developers at Nintendo or whatever. How many of that them also are... feel like that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause it's not even just about like for something like Star Fox and F zero and all that stuff, like those games aren't bad, mm-hmm. but they're not. And arguably were not for the majority of their life marketable uh that's why it's like they peaked super early and then they fell off a cliff after that um because it's like oh this is novel and fun the first time and for star fox 64 specific which i don't even think star fox 64 it seems like it's like the de facto star fox game but i think even that sold less than the first game um thanks i'm gonna star fox sales peaking in high school you hate to see and that's the thing they didn't even peak in high school they peaked in elementary (laughs) so it did star fox 64 is has 4 million which is the most okay star fox snes has 3 million so okay so star fox peaked in that peaked in high school yeah yeah star fox peaked in high school Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's like school at that point there's true that's still pretty early and it's Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, the second game exactly. of your life. And the second game was literally just like, it's the same game, but 3D this yeah. time, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I just, I really hope that they would do something different. And I hope that they see that and that they see Star Fox Zero as like, this was a great culmination of what this thing was. Mm-hmm. And we can, I mean, I, I still do, like you mentioned in your video and I happened to mention in the tweet too, like I think Star Fox Zero should come over in some way, shape, or form. Definitely don't have that be this first Star Fox thing on Switch. Yeah. That's like the worst idea that you could have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I think if they... Here's the thing. If it doesn't come over, it's probably because the Star Fox game, uh, they're going to make a very similar one. In the same way, like yeah. Color Splash isn't coming over because origami king is you know, right a sequel splatoon 2 and not splatoon that kind of mm-hmm. thing so yeah we'll see yep but hopefully not, hopefully not. <laughs> mr cynical said i don't think star fox needs to do much to be the best star fox game on the switch a refined control scheme of star fox 64 and not something like zero sorry dude that game was not good at all. More variety with their vehicles. They can bring back the vehicles from two and zero. A brand new story with new locations. LOL. <laughs> yeah. That game uh, sucks. Bring back stuff from the game. <laughs> <laughs> 
true. Uh, brand new story with new locations, characters, and a new plot and a bigger world to play in. Star Fox hasn't been able to grow naturally, and they do things That's like make true. gimmicks to the gameplay that mess up the feel of Star Fox and keep the same plot and locations to make it feel stale at the same time. I feel I feel with what I've put out, Star Fox can grow more maturely and become a big franchise. More naturally, he said Naturally, yeah. you're totally right. But no, uh, incorrect. <laughs> also, <laughs> Star Fox, even at its peak, was never a big franchise. Mm -hmm. Even when it was the thing and it was like novel to be like, I have an arcade game at my house, dude. Sick. Mm -hmm. Four million copies is nothing. Mm -hmm. um, when we're looking at freaking mario and pokemon and now zelda you know like 20 plus million sellers and stuff like that four million it's not a lot um and it's not going to sell that much in the year of our lord 2021 <laughs> i mean um, and i think even from what you just said when it was novel to have an arcade game in your house it's it's super arcade game structured which is mm -hmm. great for when arcade games are something to strive for yeah and now it's not like cruise and exactly. blast just came out on the switch and lots of people are being like i mean it didn't review like great to be perfectly honest it reviewed fine mm -hmm. but i'm seeing lots of people on twitter be like y'all pick up this game it's a fun fun time and uh, like not that many people are probably going to end up buying it because it is mm -hmm. very like just arcadey by nature yeah because like the antithesis of what people want and mass these even days, if it's like. not a lot of money even if it's a 20 dollars game or whatever yeah. right why am i going to spend 20 dollars for what you describe as like it's a fun time you know it's a burst of fun when i can have a fun game that's also substantial <laughs> like if i can have both why am i going to spend the time and money for the snack when i can have you know like eh. yeah and why waste yeah. uh, an IP with a amount of cloud of Star Fox <laughs> on something like that? It just doesn't make sense. Like what you're describing, what Mr. Cynical, uh, uh, <laughs> ironically enough, <laughs> serendipitously <laughs> enough, um, is describing is like a game that they would make a new IP for now. You know, like it's a, mm -hmm. it's the stretchers, it's snipper clips. <laughs> you know, like it's not Metroid Prime Four or mm -hmm. Mario Odyssey or whatever. Yeah. Like, honestly, I think best course of action is the following. Get ready for this. Make mm -hmm. the Star Fox game that more like we're talking about some, you know, some, something new, just switch up the formula. I think there's probably enough really good ideas for a Star Fox experience that could fit in a Nintendo land Two kind of a thing that yeah. people would play and probably be like, man, make a whole game out of this. You should mm. do that. And if they did, it wouldn't make for a great whole game, but it yeah. would make for a phenomenal little game, you yeah. know? And see, but that's the thing that, that, blows my mind that the game that i that we have been describing yeah. doesn't even not make star fox star fox it just makes right. star fox more, more. than just yes. being star fox because it's not like we're saying take dog fighting out <laughs> you know like nobody's saying that you'll yeah. still get your 45 minutes worth of dog fighting it'll still happen it'll just be tied to a game that's 15 hours you know yeah, like right. yeah i think the ratchet and clank pull was good too that was mm -hmm. um a, a good yeah description of like a relevant thing that's similar in terms of like i could see fox moving the same way that ratchet mm -hmm. and clank move and like yep. yeah 
It would, and it would Ratchet and Clank is also a game that, like, like especially the last, like, um, mm-hmm. and I assume the first one was like that too because it's a remake or whatever. But they do stuff where it's like, all right, we're flying now. It's a dogfight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you're riding a bug. You know, like, there's, like, all different types of, like, gameplay types in yeah. this game. And they did that a lot in, like, classic platformers and stuff. Um, yeah. Platformers are rarely just platformers. They're usually, mm-hmm. like, try to work in a lot of different game types. In the same way that Ratchet is like a platformer, but it's also a shooter, you know, yeah. like, and Star Fox is a, is a, a, a world that's mm-hmm. conducive to that because like the world is not just them living in their spaceship. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I, there's, I, there's just so much opportunity for the scope of Star Fox to be this big thing. And I think if we try to narrow it back down to Star Fox 64 thing, it's very much like a Pokemon in tall grass. Yeah, exactly. Situation where you're exactly. like, we don't have a better way to show you besides tall grass. So here's some tall grass. Sorry about it, but that's all we got. And Star Fox, SNES 64, whatever, is like, we can't show you this whole world that you're flying in, but we can show you this little bit that's right mm-hmm. there in front of you. And it's pr- pretty great, huh? And at the time, yes. And now like you, you can show everything you could do the whole thing if you want exactly. <laughs> but, so not doing that is like un, unnecessarily restrictive mm-hmm. yeah um alec whoever who's that i'm always gonna make this joke alec get ready for it <laughs> if you're in chat watching or listening or whatever it's gonna happen uh alec said okay possibly controversial opinion here but i think the game nintendo needs to look to for inspiration for a new star fox game is kingdom hearts Let me the gummy you. ship <laughs> yeah <laughs> um in the main kingdom hearts games to move from world to world i knew it. To fly <laughs> ship through space there you go those flights are on rails dog fights and at the end you get a mission score and unlock the next world there are sometimes diverging paths optional harder enemies and different side goals to achieve giving the levels replayability your ship is completely customizable you win parts and blueprints to enemy ships through battle and can buy some and can buy some from shops. The space combat is fun and gets more challenging as you progress through the game. Now, as much as I would love if the combat on world was in Kingdom Hearts style, I don't think that's right. I agree that Ratchet and Clank would be the best for on world combat. Also, Platinum's port of Wonderful 101 was awful at integrating the stuff that had been on the gamepad. So frankly, I do not trust them with the Star Fox Zero port. Yeah, I, I, I feel like if they do this, they're just going to like listen to like the people that are the loudest in the room and just make it not star uh-huh. fox zero it'll be star fox 64 3 or star yeah, fox right. snes 3 uh-huh. um, i mean they'll also have a lot more input from nintendo i'd guess as far as like you know because for wonderful 101 they were like ah oh, we can just do it however we want yeah and because it was just their but i think thing. even nintendo would just make it star fox snes yeah, 3 I because definitely. people that are loudest in the room it's like we just want it without you know, motion and yeah. like the touchscreen stuff. And that was literally the only thing that made that game interesting. Because <laughs> Star Fox 64 again is like, I don't yeah. care about this. Yep. I mean, and for the other points, totally. I think, yeah, like the gummy ship thing. And then also Starlink, I still feel like is a good, a uh, good way of kind of going about the like s- traveling between worlds mm-hmm. kind of thing. Maybe do, um, because there's different uh, there's on rail stuff and then there's also dogfight stuff is like two separate but kind of related things in star fox mm-hmm. have you leaving the planet 
be a dog an on rails bit for a little while yeah. so like you've got to get through this thing to like get out of the planet and then whenever you're flying around in space to get to different planets that's more like dog fighting kinds of things right it's and they wouldn't space. even necessarily have to be like in kingdom hearts or whatever where it's like i'm flying through the thing and this level is dog fight and that's mm -hmm. what it is it could very much so be uh like no uh no man's sky situation where it's like i'm just flying to this planet dude and yeah, right. you fly to a planet and it's like oh shoot somebody sees me yeah <laughs> and they're they, they want to fight now and mm -hmm. they or they could go freaking full death loop and be like your friend your friend he's flying to the next planet maybe yep. try to blow him up you can get some <laughs> stuff <laughs> you know yep. like he's carrying some stuff blow him up mm -hmm. um there's so many they could easily make this game way cooler than i just had an idea for a fun video um for some time oh man I i'm gonna write it down at the bottom so we can talk about it afterwards because i kind of don't want to spoil it in case we end up doing it yep. um oh i'll, I'll tell alec and, and trev i'll tell you guys after we're done recording too so that uh yeah okay for the post yeah. show we all talk about that also <laughs> hey it's not we're not in the plug part of the show but if you are listening live on freaking discord which is linked in the description. Mm -hmm. If you're a supporter, Twitch subscriber, you know, YouTube member and all that great old stuff, you get to listen to the post show where we hang out a little bit after the show and just, mm -hmm. you know, talk about whatever, man. Which is not even a planned thing. It's just, it just happens. Still around. Yeah, it just and happens. then <laughs> we talk about Nintendo things or like, I don't know, serious things like, I don't remember what we talked about, but some kind of serious things. What if we talked about what if? That's true. <laughs> And then some more stuff. Um, yeah, I like. I think that's a great suggestion. Something, something within that vein for sure. Where I mean, just like you're saying, where it's the the formula of Star Fox sixty four and original Star Fox can just fit into other things. Mm -hmm. Fine, like you you know you said, assault is a good example of trying to get those together. Even if it didn't nail the landing on either one of them or something like that, I don't really know. I haven't played it, so um, I think. But, it, the only thing that it didn't stick the landing on is the on foot stuff and mm -hmm. that was because that was during an era where they're like all right how do we do, how do we do shooters on the ground <laughs> tank controls that's what we do oh, we we yeah. make them oh. tanks yeah it's like that's bad yeah, yeah so, so like that was the problem with that and that's the that's so stupid people are dumb people are stupid <laughs> like literally <laughs> because like oh man that past thing uh was uh -huh. bad so therefore in the future yep. it'll be bad that's one that's one brain mode there can that never people be have. and then the other and then the other brain mode that people have is like this has literally never been done before it can't be done it's impossible yeah. nobody did it <laughs> like it's either this is, has been this has been done before and it was bad or this has never been done so it can't happen <laughs> <Yeah>. <sighs> what a silliness <laughs> Continuing on, uh, Cosmic Huskies said, I wish to see a new Star Fox or Star, Fo or Star Fox game or Star Fox Assault on Switch in HD and for the new Star Fox game in 2022. I would like to see some characters return like Crystal, Bill, I thought it said Crystal, Bill, Gray, <laughs> uh, Crystal, Bill, Gray, Panther, Amanda, and Faye. And we need to voice and we need a voice to play Peppy Hair Rip Rock May. True. Um, and also when the new Star Fox game comes in limited edition, it would come with the game new Star Fox amiibo of the team art cards soundtrack and t-shirt. Yo, I'm down. Yeah. I'm down for all of the above. Indeed. 
Likewise. Also, Cosmic Huskies is on brand for Star Fox. <laughs> That's just Wolf. It's true. It's, it's just accurate. Wolf. Yeah. Um, and lastly, Hytham G said, I would love a Star Fox 64 on the Switch along with Star Fox Assault since those are my two favorite Star Fox games. And also, I'd like to see Star Fox Zero on Switch if it means figuring out the gameplay mechanics of the game to counter the clunky controls and such. Yeah. There it is. Game I mean, I, again, I like Star Fox Zero. It's fine, but I don't think I would like it. Mm-hmm. removed from the gameplay thing because i mean the gamepad thing because like the gamepad is like what made the game feel like mm-hmm. more than just like it actually made it feel like an arcade game like mm-hmm. at an arcade you know arcade games at home are boring <laughs> <laughs> like yeah i could see that i mean it's for some people it was the thing holding it back from being a Star Fox 64 experience. Yeah, Whereas for is, you, it was the additional thing that made it more It was the thing that made it experience. not boring. Because yeah. like they're like, the, to me, like the complaints that I hear with people playing Star Fox Zero is like, they're trying to sweat. <laughs> like they're trying to be like, oh, this game, this, like the controls are not, you know, making it easy for me. Like it's harder mm-hmm. because I got to like keep track of like full range of motion by moving and stuff like that. Um, but for me, it's like it felt like an attraction, um, mm-hmm. more so, and that made it harder to get bored of it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just going, especially considering that I'm just going back to this Nintendo Land. This isn't the video idea for that I mentioned earlier, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, the Nintendo Land. Them making a Nintendo Land two with like just honestly the what if of Nintendo games kind of a thing. You know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. like. I feel like they've got a lot of ideas where they always talk about, they're like, yeah, we just don't know. Well, they don't always talk about it. They keep it behind closed doors, but that they don't know how to revive IPs sometimes because, you know, maybe there's too many directions to go in or maybe this or that. I don't really know why, but that it's like with their old IP, like what's, what do we do? You know? Um, and th- that feels like just the best option of just try some stuff out. It's very, very low commitment. It's like putting out a single instead of an album. Mm-hmm. You just like, or like put out a bunch of demos. You're like, I don't really care. I'm not too attached to any of these, but I think that this snippet of this is really fun. Um, and that seems a little bit like what Nintendo Land was doing for yeah. at least some of the time. It's like a pilot program. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that'd be fun. I mean, that I'd also could be a video. So that's true. We'll just see what happens. And that is it for speaking of videos. I did not do one this week. Things That's true. it truly was a week. So, you know. Um, and things and so I was I was nervous a little bit. I um was in a, a teamwork call like two hours before we started. Mm-hmm. And then mi- towards the beginning of it, I got a message from a client that was like, call me urgently, blah, blah, blah. And then it looked like something terrible might have happened. Oh no. That I was like, well, I might have to miss the podcast or whatever. And mm-hmm. it was fine. It was it got resolved but yeah things are crazy speaking of crazy things all you crazy people out there (laughs) asking questions and q a's um so we're gonna do the q a segment sick here it goes Um, i don't know what these percentages are but i see percentages (laughs) (laughs) on the youtube community i okay so most of the time i try that a thing most of the time when i do the polls on youtube community i make it really obvious in the answer what the question is is yeah. being referenced yep, yep, yep. and this time i was like i'm gonna do the opposite i'm gonna make it really hard to tell so that people 
if they answer it, all they've got to do is at least read the thing, which will let them know a bit more of the information. Cause that's the whole point, to be honest, mm, is true. like, you know, know about the podcast. And so that you can ask questions so that you can engage so that we can engage mm. together and things. Yep. If they just click a button, that's a lot less community. Mm -hmm. So this was just asking how many games people have played this year, um, roughly. So zero to five, six to 10. So zero to five, 17%, six to 10, 42%. Uh, 11 to 15, 15%, 16 to 20, 9%, and 20 and above, 19%. So lots of people playing lots of games, man. Nice, dude. Do you, Keep it up, man. <laughs> how many? I'm probably in the 20 and above realm this year, but I don't know if those are all new games. Wait, so, hold on. How is it? What? <laughs> hold on. I got to look at it. So, like, how many? Just how many games did you play this year? Like different games, different but I don't. I yeah. If we're just counting like new games or games I'm playing for the first time, whether they're fully new. Dude, I had not. to finish the game. Nah, just I probably like I didn't specify anything, but I would have specified like more than a demo, more than like just pop in for a minute, you know. Um, okay. Like I wouldn't so... count WarioWare because I just played the first little bit, but if if I played like more than an more than an hour or two you know then we'll count that okay what was hold on was fogs last year or was that this year? yeah that was last was year. last year okay crazy times um so i played hades a little mm -hmm. bit i played I scott pilgrim a little yep. bit i played cyber shadow for like three hours <laughs> um i played monster hunter eyes for like what five yeah. hours uh, -huh. uh pac-man 99 for a couple hours 3d world mm -hmm. i don't know if anybody's keeping track um oh, knockout no, city <laughs> pokemon unite uh mario golf skyward sword pokemon snap WarioWare get it together islanders and the animal real game nice so that's like gotta be like and then ratchet and clank and so, oh yeah ratchet and clank uh, and... i started counting like midway through and i was thinking it we were roughly around 12 at that point so i think you were it was like right around 20 yeah so i played a decent amount of games yeah i think looking at my list and hearing what you said i think i'm pretty much right around there as well mm -hmm. um some of these definitely depends what you count or not but um some games, man. Nice. Good times. Um, games. Indeed. Pika Pika One said, apparently my vote is 13% of the total. And Thoopsie, <laughs> which that sounds like, I don't know, like a potato launcher or something. Oh my God. Thoopsie. True. Like, you know what? True, true, true. The sound. Said, I thought you were talking about the name of it. <laughs> like <laughs> the product name. <laughs> I mean, it's an automatic PS, so it works. You know, if I launched a potato launcher campaign, then... It would be Thoopsy. Um, said, is. I'm 25 minutes later than you, and my vote is 5%. So moving up in the something. Nice. Um, also, I like how it wasn't revealed, <laughs> like what the <laughs> vote is. True. That's true. We'll never know. Um, I was thinking about this the other day. Pretty much every Pokemon has just, you know, a localized English name, except for Pikachu and Raichu. Like, Pikachu's, that's interesting, is all that I'm going to say. You know, 
Wait, so, like, what did you say? So like Charmander uh-huh. is like, that's not his Japanese name. His Japanese name yeah, is whatever. Yeah, 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 and Charmander yeah, yeah, yeah. is like Char and Salamander. So like most and Pokemon. The, like Charizard's Glizzardon. That's yeah, the only right. one that I know is, is Charizard's. But like, Japanese I remember name. learning Pikachu's name, you know, as a kid, whatever. And that it meant electric mouse in Japanese or something Yeah, it was like, like a was the like, onomatopoeia or whatever. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. how come they, we have different I mean, onomatopoeia. <laughs> They learned so early that you know Pikachu was gonna be like it doesn't make sense. Okay, okay, okay. What do go you with mean? Me here. <laughs> in my in my mind, the Ooh. reason they decided Pikachu was gonna stay uh his Japanese name was because they knew he was gonna be the flagship Pokemon. Yeah, however, he wasn't really the flagship Pokemon until the anime, yeah. pretty much. And mm-hmm. so they must have decided that that, that was going to be the plan for the anime after the game's release in Japan, but before they came out in the West to be able to know, because otherwise, why would not just give them a localized name like every other Pokemon? That's my thought. That's true. I agree. I don't know. I don't know why <laughs> they did that. That, I mean, timeline-wise, that's the only thing that makes like, sense. There's, I mean, there's other Pokemon that have names that are the same across the board and they're not particularly important you know like not like every name is different um i'd have to like look for specific examples yeah i'm pretty sure that there's like multiple okay. pokemon that gotcha. just have the same name like i think evie's name is the same and evie wasn't like uh special I think pokemon. in japanese it's it's really close but it's like evoi or something yeah, uh, it's, gotcha, gotcha, but gotcha. I mean, that said, that's pretty close where um, this, yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Trev said, Parker's on drugs. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Parker's gen winner um, is showing. Lucario. Oh, interesting. Okay. The same Japanese and English names. Uh, Caterpie, Butterfree, Pidgeot, Pidgeot's. Wait, that's not true though, because Caterpie's name isn't Caterpie. Finally went through the whole list here and found it out using the trademark Japanese names. Caterpie, this is. Oh. Yeah, it says Caterpie, Butterfree, Pidgeot, Pidgeot is like, there's an asterisk there. Pikachu, Nidoran. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then. Like, okay, yeah, I could see this Nidoran for sure. Yeah. And then Zubat, Golbat, Paris. A lot of them, it looks like. Okay, I, I'm seeing what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, Because, like, Paris, that's not, uh, you know. A Pokemon a that name. is important. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly that, too. <laughs> uh-huh. But it's, like, not one, you know, it's not a Squirtle, Squirt Turtle kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there's a word for that. I don't remember what that's, what the word is. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah. I knew what this word is, but. Oh, when you. Put two words together. Yeah, when you put two words together to make a word. Two words. But it's not, it's like a two different meanings to portmanteau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what it is. That's, that's the one. Is. Yep. Okay. So yeah, it's not just Pikachu. So that's good. <laughs> it's called it's calling called a benefit. <laughs> <laughs> or uh Jimothy. But yeah, it looks like a lot of the names are just the yeah. same. Okay. So definitely more than I was thinking. So that's mm-hmm. interesting. Uh I think the only time that they do change them is like when it's like a, a pun that just straight up went and transfer 
and yeah. like people would be confused at the pun. Yep. And I mean, um, Pikachu probably still is one of the only ones that I can think of at least that because those ones that Caterpie, doesn't really transfer that a doesn't transfer, but also um, I think a lot of the other ones still when you get to further localized languages, they mm. change more. So like in yeah. French, Pikachu is still Pikachu, but Caterpie, uh, I don't remember. Um, mm. Butterfree is uh it's something based off Papillon, um, mm. but but I think you know they localized them from the English version. But it does seem like okay, there's more than I was realizing that just made their way at least to English to yeah. stay the same. Makes sense. But, it looks like the spelling has changed a lot, but the names, at least for Japanese uh-huh. and English, are the same. Yeah, it's like same kind of like. It gets pronounced similarly. Yeah, like Togepi like is still Togepi, but it's apparently with a Y instead of an I. Right, yeah. Or like, I'm sure it doesn't get pronounced, like, it's not Yeah, like they probably Togepi, don't say, yeah. Togepi, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, stuff. Okay, fun times. Sorry about that random little tangent, but that's, I'm glad to have that sorted out. So thank you, everybody, for uh, that uh, Google said, of all the 23 characters I have in Elite Smash, the easiest ones for me to get in were Banjo and Min Min. Banjo is also my best character. Rate my degeneracy on a scale of one to 10. People get so mad when I choose Banjo. I feel dirtier than online Sonics. Uh, <laughs> oh, cool, cool. I love uh, it. Well, I don't think that, like, see, the thing with, um, the thing with both of those characters is I don't think that they're particularly Min Min Lesso. I don't think they're particularly easy. The thing about like degenerate characters that people get mad at is when they like have a very annoying game plan and they're easy to play as. Mm-hmm. Um, Min Min I think is way easier than Banjo um, to like play competently with. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that's annoying with him is that he has like people camp you with him, but he's bad. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it kind of evens out. Um, if those are the two characters that are like your examples for being degenerate, I'd give you like a, like a six, <laughs> give you like a six, like you're a little higher than average, but not super high up on the, on the list. <laughs> yeah. I mean, also I'm curious what the, the people who get mad is that friends irl or like friends at all or is it just randoms probably all of the above because i do think that like depending on the context probably also different characters have different you know like weight behind them as far as like if you're in a friend group where everybody for whatever reason just can't deal with your donkey kong or Mm -hmm. something like that then like anytime you you think donkey kong it means extra something you know exactly like i remember yeah my friend that would play lucas all the time and all he'd do was we'd be playing in like you know uh four player free for all yeah and he just finds somewhere to up smash nearby and it was the worst (laughs) like he hated it so much but it was so hard to avoid because it has it like it's a huge hitbox and he's just like yeah being an opportunist where it's like oh you flew close enough (laughs) (laughs) yep so he would just do that it was the worst but like you know if somebody else in you know in real competitive play if somebody picks lucas i'm sure nobody would have this like okay like in competitive like the thing that's like best about like lucas would be very good if people were robots Mm, um yeah but he's not yeah i mean we're not so he's not um especially i mean i feel like controlling his his up b is maybe, uh, 
Nah. Is that not the thing? Then? Yeah, okay. nah. Because like you don't really need. That's the thing about like Lucas and and Ness mm. that like their 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 recovery is still pretty. People good talk it. about that being like a factor where it's like it's hard to recover with them, but they have like top five airspeed in the video game their air dodge is like another jump so it's like you don't ha- and lucas specifically has a tether recovery so it's like yeah, right. you don't yeah. have to use pk thunder to recover and it it's more like a thing that just makes the recovery even more mm-hmm. crazy you know yeah. like um mars not the the other mars <laughs> i was talking about i was being toxic yeah different mars that's like in the community and stuff he plays uh, lucas he plays lucas and um like he's good with this character in the recovery and the type of recoveries that he makes he'll be like at the bottom of the stage like Mm -hmm. to the right or whatever and like edge guard you from there and still come back because he has pk thunder and saves the rest of his resources Um, so it's like yeah it's like the recovery is crazy good it's very good and people are dumb um but yeah like i get that like with min min specifically like it depends on who i'm playing with i guess because like some people hate pokemon like hate playing my pokemon trainer because i'm good with pokemon trainer mm-hmm. so it's like they're like ah, i'd rather fight min min because you're not as good with min min mm-hmm. but other people just don't know how to fight min min so they're like, i hate yeah. when you pick min min because like <laughs> i don't know how to fight this character um yeah. so it's like i get it Yep. No, that totally makes sense. I mean, there's definitely in the, you know, little bits that I've played here and there, like there's some, I remember fighting one of the Belmonts and just like getting destroyed and Rosalina, same thing. Like I just, something about the things that they do are not the things I'm expecting out of a smash character. And so that makes, and I feel like Min Min would be the same kind of situation. Yeah. A lot of times it's the characters that like require patience. Min Min, Mm Like, I get it. I get why people don't like Min Min because Min Min, like, usually the characters that are annoying, the saving grace is that if you're good at the game, those characters Mm -hmm. are usually bad. But Min Min is good. Min Min is very good. Like, Min Min's easy top 10 in the video game. So, like, the fact that her play style is, like, annoying and, like, you got to be patient to, like, beat her Mm -hmm. um, and the fact that she's good makes it even more so, like, man, like, you got to play this character, but, like, I don't really mind it because, like, I understand how the character works and I'm not bad at the video game. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, whatever. Um, the characters, to me, that are, like, like I was saying, the, the degenerate ones, is that the ones that are, like, very easy to play. Like, Min Min, she's harder to play if you play Smash a lot because she, like, breaks the rules of Smash. Like, she mm-hmm. doesn't have a side special, you know? Like, it's, mm. like, that sort of stuff. Yeah. You got to play her very differently from the rest of the characters That's in the interesting. game. You also have to play this next question differently from Zach Clark, who says, outside of the classics coming to the N64, what titles are less, what titles that are less known do you want? Will we see the more rated M games that the N65 got? (laughs) (laughs) I'm guessing that's a typo, but maybe not. Maybe we just don't know. Um, Is there a, is a second tier going to be justified? Like having a second tier? Um, I don't think that the titles that like, people that are less known are the reasons why it's going to be in a like a a second tier if it is you know it's going to be the mario 64s it's going to be the freaking you know original smash brothers and Mm -hmm. you know like mario well not mario 64 because mario i mean it'll probably be on there but that wouldn't be like there are the reason uh but yeah like ocarina of time and jar's mask you know like games like that i think are the reason why they can be like all right pony up more money (laughs) 
100% that. The thing is, like, the N64, people say it doesn't have as big a library as, like, SNES or NES or something like that. Mm-hmm. And sure, that may be true to a degree, but the things that it's lacking is third-party support that's yeah. not really coming to NSO anyway. So as far as being a Nintendo Switch Online service, it's going to be as good if not i mean other than the whole you know like it's some of its janky early 3d stuff that whole side of the argument just like recognizability it's gonna look as good if not maybe better than Mm. snes or nes outside of like you know yeah because nintendo has the best game of all time super mario world's the best game of all time that kind of thing right um because of the relative lack of third-party support nintendo had to work harder you know so there's like a lot of yeah there's like a big concentration of first party nintendo games and if they just bring like they could bring literally any mario party from the n64 (laughs) you know and people would be hyped for that yep and people will also complain about like I mean, this was one of the things I was frustrated about on that, on the discussion as well, was talking about like, without rare games, it's just not going to feel like an N64 lineup, which A, not true. Yeah. Uh, other than like, sure, maybe I didn't play GoldenEye that much growing up. For some people, yeah, that was GoldenEye's the N64. bad now, though. So, it's bad. It's not a good game. Game so, sucks. But, like, <laughs> I, you know, I and get that's that. even, Like, that's even removed from the whole yeah. like Mario 64 and like Ocarina of Time and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, I get that. I don't, I don't think those games age great, but I get it. Yeah. GoldenEye sucks. <laughs> like, that game <laughs> controls like garbage. Uh-huh. Like, even for N64 standards, like, game bad. I mean, maybe that's the whole, like, you know, your friends make it better kind of a thing. And it was like the way to have, yeah, I I would be interested to see, like, if somebody went back and played GoldenEye now for the first time, how that would compare even to playing Mario 64 for the first time. And I, Mm -hmm. I don't know, but I think even with that, here's the thing, A, they could totally, it, it would still feel like the N64, even without rare games for yeah. most for most people other unless goldeneye was your n64 experience that's you know whatever b there's some rare games that still are just gonna come anyway because like donkey kong 64 diddy kong racing right. like those probably would just still be coming because you know whatever because it's c, nintendo's game yeah yeah i i would be i wouldn't be da, 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 da. I wouldn't put it past Nintendo and Microsoft to figure out to some put kind Banjo of monetary on there anyway, you know. Yes, right. GoldenEye, I don't see GoldenEye happening because like yeah. that. Well, I don't know. Maybe this could be the thing they've been yeah, waiting for for it. Honestly, like, no, not like, even necessarily that, but just like the fact that um Amazon is yeah. buying the MGM stuff. Apparently, that might make it easier. Interesting. To, to figure out yeah. licensing. Um, yeah, I mean, if it's all yeah. Because, like, obviously, they haven't been able to do it in a while. But, like, this seems like the perfect time for, like, they're setting up their long-term future plan of online service through NSO, Yeah, as far as we can tell, at least. Mm -hmm. And so, like, if ever you're going to get GoldenEye, this is kind of, like, the last chance opportunity for the moment. You know, Mm -hmm. maybe granted it's it's very, it's very unlikely that if they get GoldenEye now that they'll keep GoldenEye the next console you know that's, like because yeah, right. that's still another license it's like all right you yep. released it again yeah negotiation <laughs> part two you know like yeah yeah i mean unless they can somehow no they can't yeah i was gonna say unless they can somehow buy that part of it but they just can't do that that's not how that works <laughs> so yeah 
Yeah. But all that said, like, I think. Then I have to buy Amazon. It's the only, <laughs> it's the only choice. And then you'll be taking Nintendo's money when you get a it's true. Twitch Prime subscription. It's true. It's full circle. Which is not all you've ever wanted. So all things considered, yeah, I think a new tier totally going to be justified, especially especially considering the fact that like most of the games people do want to play, which on, yeah, all that stuff is, are going to end up being there other than maybe GoldenEye or pro- other than def- almost definitely GoldenEye will not be Banjo. I could see it happen, but it might not. Um, but about the M-rated games, I mean. I don't even remember the M-rated games. Probably. That, well, yeah, true that. And that's rare. And, then, so- and GoldenEye is mature. And yeah. Perfect dark, uh, same thing. Duke Nukem. Yeah, right. That's mature. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Or immature at the same time. Facts. That, I mean, that's usually the case for most, yeah. even now. <laughs> yep. Alec said Mario Eye, Golden Eye with Mario characters and locations. I think that's a mod, isn't it? Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, it's not called that, but Golden Eye. But it's like a thing. With Mario. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've seen that. Yep, Golden Eye with Mario characters. Um, so either you already knew that, Alec, or you are a wizard. I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> You're a wizard then. Uh, so. Duke Nukem was on N64. Only knew of that game. Oh, yep, my brother had it. I remember playing it on N64. Games. It sucks. <laughs> Let's look it up. M-rated games on N64. Conquer's Bad Friday. Turok, nope, because it's got its own thing. Turok 2, same thing. Perfect Dark. Yeah, I feel like most of these will just, there's kind of their, their own thing at this point. So I don't really see it happening. But um, I don't think not because they don't, they'd be so offended by putting M-rated games, but I think they just like. They're just not good. <laughs> yeah, or like they're things that, other that are like already like still want to do stuff yeah, yeah, with yeah, 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 yeah. so like nintendo doesn't you know straight out own any m-rated n64 games so like, like yeah, whatever. it's true next question av said 20 but i feel like i'm cheating a bit since i've played through some short indie games and also played multiplayer games which are just drop in drop out types that i'm and not really progression based no that's not cheating that counts it's games it's, it's games. experiences you know super low res strippers <laughs> i mean it's true and you could pee in that game maturity is this duke nukem or yes duke or nukem. just are you talking about super low res stripper 64 no and duke nukem they're super low res strippers and you can pee and you could drink water out of the, the uh fire hydrant was that the game that they pulled all the voice clips from and did the prank, the the viral prank call video back? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, was it something about chewing bubble gum? I think so. Yeah, I, probably. Yeah. <laughs> there is. Yeah, it was for anybody who doesn't know the context. So somebody prank called somebody, uh, some <laughs> mom or something back in the day and had a uh, switchboard of just like uh whatever some random stuff that duke nukem would say and made a conversation out of it and it was humorous <laughs> that's it that's the end it was humorous um the nintendo explorer said n64 and game boy slash game boy color slash game boy advance on the nso would be cool but i'd also like the option of buying slash downloading my favorites just feel like once nintendo moves on we won't have access to this anymore and they're so annoyingly slow with catching back up with each new generation um i yeah 
here's my thoughts because I have some. I think and I hope that this is the last time that they're going to be this slow with catching up because they're finally doing something where they don't have like it behooves like they could them. just let it sit there yeah like next like how console, game pass it, on series x isn't different from games pass on xbox it's just One. the same thing because yeah. your value as a customer to them isn't new money every time it's recurring money for as long right. as possible and so if they make it any kind of not seamless and give you an option of dropping the service because you're it's going to a new thing and you'd have to do a new thing about it that's bad for them. So this is, I think, the last time that they're really going to like do that slow rollout. And then eventually it'll just be at some capped point, I guess, of like, and that's everything up through maybe even GameCube. And then there's just, you know, no new games added, but it's there and it's a service. And then yeah, you can like I can, pay for it. They'll probably end up like there won't be, there will be more slow rollouts moving forward. But yeah. if they, if there are, it'll probably be with new platforms where it's like, all right, it's the Switch 2. Exactly. Now we're going up to GameCube. Right. All right. It's the swap. <laughs> now <laughs> we're going up to Wii. You know, it's like yeah. I could see them doing that. Uh-huh. Um, but I mean, at the same time, like, you know, pay for whatever things you currently find are you know it's no point in paying right now because you think in two years there's going to be n64 games if you don't care about what is there right now you know Mm -hmm. so just pay for whatever's reasonable at the moment and then if you need to drop at some point because you're like "Eh, it's not worth anyone then just drop and then come back later if you want to is what i think and last one for up through n64 yeah honestly I mean, I, I pay for the family plan right now. Um, and I've got almost eight full people on there. I think I've got like six. Um, and then two half people. So, you know, two half people. What? You... <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's children, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, gotcha. Last one from YouTube community. John Enquist says, hey, this is a genuine question, not a dig. But why does the YouTube community continue to peddle rumors about Nintendo between Nintendo Switch Pro, Zelda 25, which I'm guessing 35, but I don't know. Uh, Let's go Johto, Mega Evos in uh, Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, Game Boy games slash GBA slash N64 and NSO. This stuff never happens. And y'all love reporting on it with sources like 4chan and anyone anonymous and anonymous Twitter accounts. It's frustrating as a viewer. Um, I don't know who y'all is. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't report on anything <laughs> like mm-hmm. we just like making videos where the whole conceit is like this is a cool idea to talk about and that can be based on something that people are talking about or just based off of something that we think you know yeah. like there's uh no rumors of ice climbers but I went to talk about ice climbers. So we made yeah. a video about that. It makes no difference to me whether there is a rumor for, say, Star Fox. Eventually, I'm going to talk about Star Fox. But if I'm going to talk about Star Fox and there's something in the news about it, it just makes sense to bring that up and say, like, mm-hmm. people are talking about Star Fox right now. So I want to talk about Star Fox, but in my way, mm-hmm. um, you will never see a 12 minute long video on our channel being like, so here's the new rumor, you know, like that is <laughs> yeah. never what the video is about. I don't know why other YouTubers do it. Well, I know other YouTubers <laughs> do it. It's because people click on it. Um, but why we do it, what we do, it's just because mm-hmm. we want to talk about stuff and people click on things that are relevant. Yeah. So. I mean, for example, 
as the the video on our channel that's gotten the most views, even though it's not relevant now anymore, or whatever, is that we made a joy a video about Joy Cons mm. around the same time that the Joy Con drift stuff was happening, exactly. which was truly coincidental. The video had nothing to do with like, Joy Con, and that was absolutely like, nothing. <laughs> and so it ended up being a thing where like people were watching stuff about Joy Con drift, and then they were like, "Oh, this is interesting about like different." kinds of con like joy cons but like the wasted potential like there's something interesting there and then clicked on it and then it was like you know the typical youtube rabbit hole kind of thing i mm-hmm. think that's the the ideal in some ways is that you know while there's something in the news people will want to have more fun versions of conversations that are less like sweaty rumor conversations yeah exactly um, we don't so, do that. yeah but that said um, i mean i think and uh, us talking about the yeah. news on the podcast is like also a different thing like mm-hmm even that is more in the language of like how we make our videos where it's like, this is a thing. What do we think about this thing? It's not us being like, this is definitely happened. Everybody get excited for this thing. You know, like you will never see us doing that. The other thing too, is like, I maybe in defense of some of the other YouTubers and stuff too, I think it's easy for us to focus on the ones of these that don't go anywhere but granted, there are a lot of rumors that actually do go. Yeah, there's a that whole lot out. that like, happen. I would say more than half, at least. <laughs> yeah, at <laughs> least of the, the ones that like the ones that are prominent. Up, yeah, like yes, the ones right. like because there's rumors about everything that don't go anywhere. But exactly. the ones that like you know are corroborated and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. Like, there's a lot of rumors. I mean, there's rumors in this list, the, like the Mega Evos and and Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. I wouldn't say that that's a prominent rumor. Yeah, right. I mean, and similarly, some of these things too, I I think at, maybe it's just me, but I feel like it's pretty easy to tell whether it was idea first and then people are pretending to back it up with rumors versus mm. it being like a rumor, rumor, and then, you know, that kind of thing. Because like, for example, the Zelda 35 thing, I don't think that there was any point, at least that I was aware of, that people were saying, oh, this is this like, is something I've that's in the this works. This is going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all it ever was, as far as it's I'm like they aware, did it for the Mario anniversary. Yeah, and so for us, it was legitimately like, what if they did it? Here's what would happen if they, or here's what could happen if they did it. Um, and then probably some degree of like us and other people even assuming that it's going to happen based off of that. But I don't know that I remember anybody specifically saying like this is going to happen. And so like, yeah, you know, if you ever caught us saying that, which I don't think you did but if you ever feel like you did like apologies on that (laughs) because definitely Mm -hmm. you know um yeah i think rumors are are interesting conversation starters in some ways but it's it's not that fun to like really hang out on them too much as the end like they're a means to an or they're the ends to a mean maybe even like like now we get to have a conversation but exactly it's like, this is a thing that people are searching for. So let's talk about it in a different way. Because yeah. <laughs> even I get tired of that. Like we're, <laughs> we're streaming when, um, what was the Bluetooth audio thing? I, I was mm. streaming and mm-hmm. I was talking about how, like, cause somebody put in the comments or whatever. I was like, oh, the Bluetooth audio thing happened. I was like, watch, there's going to be three videos today, right now, within the next few hours. Yeah. And they're going to all be at least eight minutes long. Mm-hmm. And then people in the comments were like, well, this person made a video about it already. And this person made a video about it already but we don't do that you know like even when we talk about what video will be next like in our in our like thread or whatever where it's like i want to make a video about this and it's like oh yeah and that makes sense because this 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 you know it's like it's never like all right 
all right, Parker, they just announced a, a brand new Nintendo Direct. Now report on it. Report on the rumors that are, you know yeah, that are happening right. and blah blah. It's like they're making a Nintendo Direct. People <laughs> want to talk about Nintendo Directs because that's fun. Yeah. What do you want in the Nintendo Direct? You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's never uh, like we're the go-to source for the rumors that you need to know. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, which like. I don't know. It is. This goes back to something we were talking about a couple weeks ago, maybe months ago or something, but of like the, the discourse has become a lot more news driven. I feel like, or news and rumors driven and less like, like not even speculative. Yeah. That's the thing. It's not even speculative. It's it's not even speculation. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not like we'll, we'll, we'll do usually in a video where it's like, um, this would be cool is we'll be like, this would be cool. And this is why it could also be feasible, which mm-hmm. is not the same mm-hmm. thing as like, this would be cool. And this is why it's definitely going to happen. Right. You know? There's only a few that like, I remember uh, I did the 3d donkey Kong video. That's mm-hmm. one of the only ones that I feel like I was like, could this be happening? Mm-hmm. And it was because like, legitimately there were, they hired people from this team at retro and then maybe blah, 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 like those kinds of things. Like maybe it could be happening, but like, even then I'm pretty sure I framed it as like, I don't know, maybe that's nothing, but let's talk about 3D Donkey Kong anyway. Yeah. But outside of that, pretty much everything is, yeah, like you said, like who even knows if they're going to make another Star Fox game, but if they did, all of your ideas from your video this week. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So. But yeah, it's I th- it's a harder sell for that kind of a thing than it used to be for whatever reason. And I'd love to either figure out why or figure out how to make that not be the case. But mm, just that seems to be the case these days. It's true, it's true, it's true. I right. think that that's why, though. I think that a lot of people conflate the two. Where yeah, it's like they yeah. see they see that it's like, oh, there's this video about Diddy Kong or whatever. And I didn't see Nintendo say anything about Diddy Kong. So it mm-hmm. must be a rumor about Diddy Kong, you know, yeah. or it must be somebody saying that this is going to happen. And mm-hmm. I don't want to be lied to. But it's like, we're not lying to you. We're just being like, oh, this would be <laughs> this is a neat thing to think about if this happened. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alex said, got bus one out of Parker's spreadsheets to keep track of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We've got spreadsheets, not going to lie. Um, True, mad spreadsheets. Yep. Honestly, I, if it were up to me, if the world were just the things that were the ideas in my brain, a lot more videos would be just like spreadsheety kinds of things of like, yeah, I don't know. It's just so interesting to me to like visualize I to the point where I, oh, I should have pulled this up, but I didn't do it and it doesn't matter. Uh, Matt Piscatella, there is some new NPD stuff that was some interesting um facts on like how people are gaming or whatever and that like more fewer people are gaming in 2021 than 2020 which makes sense but spending more time doing it for the people that are playing which also makes more sense because it's you know um and so it's just interesting data stuff like that to where i went to their website and was like i wonder what it would take to become an industry analyst because I feel like that kind of thing is the kind of thing that I like, <laughs> but I didn't figure out any, any answers, but it'd be fun. Maybe not. Maybe it wouldn't be fun thinking about the idea of any case, whatever. Well, moving along um, from Twitter. Proud X print says, what's you guys favorite horror game? Uh, Have you ever played this little game called 
Luigi's Mansion. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's like that's my whole repertoire of horror game. I feel like actually, I might have a slightly different answer. There's a, sh- a short section. Um, it, it, spoiler alert: I have played very, very few horror games, if any at all, other than like seeing them a little bit. Yeah, I've off. played horror games. See, the thing is, like. I think I feel like I have a very different reason for not having a lot of exposure to horror games than uh-huh. you do. And it's because I'm cynical and I know that I am. Yeah. So right. I know that I'm like, dude, you're pixels, man. Like I know that somebody rigged you to make that. <laughs> you're looking at me like that because somebody sat in Maya for a month uh-huh. and modeled you. <laughs> like, why am I scared of that? Yeah. I think what's like in some ways the scariest things end up being like um when you feel like you're going to lose a lot of progress or whatever in a game in some regard Mm -hmm. like imagining playing uh benny fought bennett foddy's get over it Mm -hmm. that kind of thing that's a horror game feels like a horror (laughs) game because it's like man you could play for so long and then fall literally all the way back down lose all your progress like that kind of thing um but yeah i just i'm I can definitely see that um, in certain contexts, I can be more cynical. And in other ones, like if it was me by myself in a dark room, I think I could, I could see myself definitely getting, getting creeped out by, by some stuff. Um, I think the closest that horror games get to scaring me is like the like natural reaction of like jump scares and being like, Oh shoot, yeah, what right. the heck is that? Like yeah. the, it's not even the thing that's on the screen. I could like just not be playing the game and the sound out of nowhere is like, Oh shoot. And then I see what it is. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. um, but I can't, I can't think of a time where it's like, I played a game and I'm like spooked after I'm like, <laughs> I, I got to turn the lights on, man. Uh-huh. Now, now it's scary in here. Cause I played that video game. Um, I, yeah. I haven't played many games like that. I've definitely got more of a propensity towards that than, than you do. I, okay. So there's a show called Legion and it's mm. a Marvel ish show. Or I mean, it is, but it's like a spinoff X-Men thing, I think. Um, but the main guy, like the premise is something to the effect of that he's haunted or like possessed kind of, or mm-hmm. whatever. I'm not going to spoil anything, but several fairly often you see the like demon thing that's haunting him. And it's like this really creepy looking, like, it's not like a little demon. It's, uh, it's, uh, maybe it's not that tall, but like a very, he's a big demon. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's, it really just looks like a rotund guy, but like, not realistically proportioned and like with a very like oh like a pale face it's just like very off kilter kind of Mm -hmm. thing i don't know how to explain it very well but like it'll be one of those you turn and look and in the corner he's just like standing there or something menacingly Um, (laughs) yeah and like then it disappears so that's the kind of thing like after watching that i would have to remind myself as i'm walking up the stairs into the darkness of the upstairs be like there's not a demon thing in the corner turn on the lights and i'm good but like you know i could see if i was more spooked that i just would not want to but just you know get over it <laughs> I, again maybe this is like a uh evolution thing <laughs> it's like it's like because i have a sister that scared of everything yeah. i had to not be <laughs> like somebody uh, had to be the one that wasn't scared of anything um yeah but i just don't 
I just don't care. <laughs> like that. And I don't even necessarily like a lot of like horror games in a gameplay sense. Like I've played like Outlast and Amnesia and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And they just feel like and like to make you scared, they take tools away from you. And that like just like it's yeah. not fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, I, I remember the guy's called the Shadow King. And I just looked him up and he is very creepy. I'm gonna I was going to show it on here, but then I was like, I'm not going to do. Um, Why not? But, I don't know. Just because. Also, I feel like in pictures by itself, it's a lot less scary. Gotcha. And, <laughs> with, without the context. But yeah, it's, it's just creepy. <laughs> uh, the thing I was going to say way before, the closest I probably played to a section in a game that was like sort of a horror game was like in Super Liminal, that one like sort of portal-esque yeah, puzzle game. <laughs> there was one of the levels that was like supposed to be kind of a... Uh, parody of horror games kind of thing where like you'd you'd walk through somewhere and it's dark and there'd be like blood pooling out and you'd be worried about it and then there's like a bucket of paint and you could tell it was paint and like other things where it was like it would show die in the back (laughs) and then you'd turn the corner and it says it die gets soda or (laughs) something like that it was it was a fun little way of doing those things but like before i realized it was faking it the like initial like first half of it or whatever was like trying to make it look real like something bad happened and that it's like because the whole game is like you getting further into your psyche kind of a thing mm-hmm. and it was like oh there's bad things going on in your psyche and then you realize it's fake it's like oof good thing i thought i was gonna literally die <laughs> so i thought my psyche was telling me death yeah i thought so but it was just <laughs> uh my psyche was telling me pain um last question from Discord. my psyche Man. was telling me paint yep because uh, you know your house house is gross um mega man on discord hello mega man Hi, asks mega man. make your favorite burger what's in it and you can put anything you want in it all right so wait i Millions so like off. when i get burgers at like five guys right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i get a burger right you sure do i get cheese on the burger yeah you do that's true sometimes i get like extra cheese i put like like you know like freaking lettuce mm-hmm. maybe tomato sometimes i don't really like tomato that much but sometimes it's fine um jalapenos on there because yeah. you know i gotta make it spicy accurate um honey mustard maybe interesting um what else do i put on i like honey mustard i don't know that i like honey mustard on burgers particularly like it feels like it depends on the honey mustard it It depends on that because like some places have like honey honey mustard that's like good for burgers and some don't it's true um most of our burgers i think a lot of times it depends on like the place like what they have because like there's like some stuff that's like that's interesting i'll try that (laughs) you know um but it's not necessarily like a go-to thing if like if this place doesn't have this to put on my burger i'm not Uh doing it oh yeah like freaking uh caramelized onions that's good too freaking uh let me see but for sure the combo is is a thing like but more isn't always better. Like I worked at Burger King for a while mm-hmm. and towards the end, I was a floor manager there, which meant I could mm. get like $10 of free food a day was the, nice. was the deal. So sometimes like one time I was like, you know what? I'm going to make myself a burger with literally everything on it. And it's, it, it just ended up being like a suicide from a soda fountain. If you know what I'm talking about, where you yeah, like put a little bit of every drink. About no matter what combinations of my job have, to work for burger king 
like no matter what drinks you put in a, in one of those it just it tastes always tastes the same yeah, yeah it yeah. just tastes like it's kind of like how all taco bell food tastes like taco bell food it like, truly it, does it, it's just like, i like taco bell but it all tastes yeah like it's bell fine food, but sure. it's all taco bell it's just yeah. taco bell yep mustard i'm not down with regular mustard regular mustard i don't want on nothing but honey mustard is decent so here's the thing i think like you said context totally depends if we're like just doing a like a barbecue like a cookout kind of thing and we're grilling burgers then like less is more almost Mm -hmm. Uh, well it's not that much less but i wouldn't put like blue cheese and like fancy stuff like that on a burger that i made in that kind of context i it would be mustard ketchup um lettuce and onions (laughs) trav has (laughs) Trav said, yeah, who's making the burger? I ain't cleaning all that. Shh. <laughs> can't say that on this show. Yep. You I mean, it. Trav could say it in the comments, but he, he can't, can't say it on the show because iTunes wants. will get mad. Yeah. iTunes will get angry. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, if if it's just like a cookout kind of thing, then you know, then I'd probably keep it pretty simple to like just some pretty cheap grocery store stuff, but that makes like for a really good classic burger combination. Yeah, I've, but if it's like when I was younger, I feel like when I realized that ketchup sucks, that's when I stopped eating at like barbecues regularly. <laughs> Cause mm. it's like when I would eat at a barbecue when I was a kid, I'm like, yo, just give me ketchup. But now I'm like, yo, ketchup sucks. Ketchup I is think trash. <laughs> ketchup by itself, I'm not a huge fan of or anything, but there's definitely context where, especially not a lot of ketchup goes a long way where it's like, it's a very powerful flavor. I feel like that like, but a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just same as mayo for me. <laughs> I, like I don't, me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm not a big mayonnaise fan, except for in the context of like in Belgium on frites, the kind of mayo they have, I don't know. It's just good. That's all that there is to it. I lived there for a while. So that's, I kind of have to say that I'm sure, but it's good. Um, See, yeah, that's like fact. lots of mayo. Trev said, the thing is you can substitute hot sauce for ketchup almost any time. And hot sauce <laughs> is way better. That is a fact. That's fact. Also on burgers, you can substitute tomato for sure. Like if you mm, just put yeah. a tomato on, it's pretty much doing the job of ketchup. Yeah. But, uh, Without so- it be, it's like, like ketchup is like, it's like a tomato smoothie and that's that's <laughs> gross <laughs> it's like, uh but uh yeah i i'm i'm middle of the row for ketchup for sure like there's context where it works but i'm also not going to eat it by itself whereas there's lots of other sauces i would eat just like dip my finger in and also like- also to like refer back to a conversation that me and bob have a lot Mm-hmm. with sauce like i'm fine with sauce sauce is fine but like less is more with sauce like give me as little sauce as you can possibly give me like if, if for this scenario i have to be making this burger like yeah. i can't i don't trust a restaurant to make this burger because they always murder everything with sauce they're like oh you want sauce bet i'll give you half of the bottle <laughs> in my like, reasonable adult minds that's true and there are definitely times where i'm like man it really brings out the flavor of the burger to have the sauce and stuff like that but like there's also definitely times where I'm like, nah, just, just go ham and it'll be fine. <laughs> like there could be so much barbecue sauce on a burger. And I'm like, I'm taste, I'm eating uh, this shape of barbecue sauce right now. Oh and it's God. great. I can't, <laughs> I can't 
can't do it. It's too much like animal style. Gross. Yeah. It's but Gross. that said, there's Who again like that? I do have to ask <laughs> for light mayo. The, the nastiest <laughs> gift. Oh, That's too much. I can't. Oh no. I'm I'm hiding it or something. Can I hide it? I'm just that is cursed. It's it's lots of ranch. Can I um, binge? <laughs> But yeah, like I've got to ask for light mayo because otherwise it's just it they put mayo on too is much the mayo. worst with yeah. what they what they freaking overload anything. Yeah, with. and it's it, like also it's bad. It's like double bad because it's like mayo is the thing that I want the least to be the yes, most, you right. know. But it's like the thing that they're like, yo, I'm putting mad mayo on everything, <laughs> and I'm like, yo, that's disgusting. <laughs> yep, I'll never forget like when when I started working at Burger King first week, one of the guys who's shown me the ropes was like imagine every burger you're making as if it's for you in and that you liked the specific things on there a reasonable amount that kind of a thing um in a way that like i'm sure you could misinterpret it to be like oh it's for me and i love pickles so i'm gonna just load up whatever you know but like pretty much imagine every burger you're making is for you and if somebody asks mm. for extra pickles you're not going to put on instead of four on a whopper you're not going to put on 16 because they you wouldn't eat 16. Yeah, right. <laughs> you don't like pickles that much more. You just yeah. like them. You'd like give them like 50% more pickles. Yes, You'd be like, all right, exactly. here's six pickles instead of four pickles. Exactly. <laughs> like, and so, whereas I'd see some other people that are like, oh, you wanted extra mayo? And just like, I'll put oh, all the so mayo. Bad. I'll give you like the like a cup full of mayo, like a freaking like dipping yep. cup of additional mayo. And it's like, please no. <laughs> That said, for me, burgers, so that's if I were making it myself, more that kind of direction, like regular cookout stuff. On the opposite side, like a fancy, fancy burger um, that would still taste really good would be like a good burger. Yeah, probably like blue cheese, um, uh, caramelized onions also. There, there's some kind of like... I don't know if it's, is it called bacon jam or something? That sounds so gross to me, but it's like, it's bacon in some kind of context. I think it's bacon jam. Okay. Um, something like that. I would never put it on, but when it's just been on stuff, I was like, man, that's good. Cause like bacon's really good to, to do good things. But if that's like the whole burger is just bacon, then like bacon is, I don't, I don't really like bacon. Them. I do. I like uh, bacon, it's like, but it can I, definitely I used to much. hate bacon. <laughs> like as a child, I hated bacon. Yeah. Um, and that was cause like one time when I had a burger, or it was I think it was at Wendy's. Uh -huh. It was fried. It had bacon on it, and I threw up because bacon was Ooh. nasty. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I was like, I'm not, I'm not eating bacon. But now it's like <laughs> sometimes bacon will be on something, and like me, just as a person, I'm not the type to be like, like to split hair. I'm not like they put a thing I don't like on the thing. Right, I'm not yeah. going to eat the thing. I'm gonna pick this stuff. I'm, I'm not. I'm just gonna eat it. Yeah. Um, so it's like after enough of those times where I've had <laughs> bacon on something, I'm like. I don't really like bacon, but like, it's fine. I don't mm -hmm. hate it. Um, that's where I'm at with bacon. Yeah. So I probably wouldn't get the bacon jam by choice, yeah. but if it was there, I'd be like, whatever. <laughs> and then, like you said, last thing for sure, some jalapenos as well. Mm -hmm. Cause it's mm -hmm. like that. I think that right there is a, I'm down with that. There it is. I don't know. So that's, that's the thing. Yeah. It gotta have the spice. It's True. It sucks. The older I get, the more I'm like, man, this needs something a little bit spicy on it. <laughs> About I've always things. liked spicy food. I remember when I was like 
I was like six and my dad got me journal so chicken. He was like, don't eat the, the do not eat the peppers. Do uh-huh. not. Cause I don't want to deal with it. And I was like, I am just eating the peppers and I was fine. <laughs> I was like, okay. I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> uh, man. I, <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. Uh, hey everybody. That's it for the Q and a part. <laughs> we did it, but we did it now. Um, it, this might be a little bit shorter cause I haven't seen the most recent, what if and mm-hmm. you haven't seen Shang-Chi, yeah and i have not seen that and but, i probably won't until it's on disney plus <laughs> um but yeah marvel real quick the the marvel minute as we'll call mm-hmm, it again true. i haven't seen the least oh i i would say though about the zombie one because you were talking about that with lee last week yep, um because yep, yep. i did see that one i just haven't seen this week's one i'm i'm very much i don't care one way or another mm-hmm. about zombies however I felt like that one was pretty well done only because it wasn't so much about the zombies and the zombie apocalypse kind of like, like, how do we blah, 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 as much as like, how would our, the heroes we know and love react to zombie stuff and like seeing the Avengers go in full force, like Captain America and all that stuff and get destroyed immediately. Like that was just a, a, you know, fun way to see that kind of stuff play out. And like that, the vision I'm spoiling stuff. The thing that was well true. The thing that annoyed me the most is like the marketing behind it. Because yes, because yeah, yeah, it yeah. was not what the marketing was. It's not what if they turned into zombies or whatever. It was right. like how or whatever. It's like and also the zombie thing is like, I'm just tired. Yeah. I'm yeah. done. Like, stop. <laughs> I'm sick of it. <laughs> We've had enough. We don't yeah. need more zombies. Make different things. Uh-huh. Yeah, like Alex Alex said, zombies make people stupid. That's how I feel about like yeah. a so like horror movies. We that's a common trope. But like so many shows, so many things. If it's, the, what if what if Iron Man was slower and stupid? <laughs> that, that sounds like a good yeah. premise, right? <laughs> I just yeah, anything where all the conflict is happening because of a really basic thing like miscommunication or people just doing something that I don't think they would realistically do. Like immediately I'm just, I'm out, you know, uh, that makes it, that just makes it hard to watch. That's, I mean, I've said this before. I don't, I don't know if on here, but that like, I really like stranger things season one, season two is good season, but like the more we go, the more it's the same arc that, mm things are happening and they're interesting things and the characters are cool and all, but nobody's talking to each other about the things happening in their own lives. And that's the problem. If they mm. all communicated about all the things, then there would be no problem. It, it would, yeah. They would at least solve it faster, you know, but then but there would see, be and show. that's also the thing that's annoying because like, whenever you bring stuff up like that, where it's like, man, this, this shows like, plot device sucks uh-huh. and then you're like why don't they just do x and then the answer is always like, then there would be no movie it's like right. no there would be a better it would be movie. a better if movie they, <laughs> yeah if they thought of a like something that was not just like but if they obviously just did this that was mm-hmm. all the problem your problem shouldn't like elicit that response it shouldn't be yeah. like that's a stupid problem just do this uh-huh. you know like that's lazy writing <laughs> Yeah, Trev's comment, watching old movies slash those are so funny because it's not uncommon for the problem to basically be cell phones have not been invented yet. (laughs) See, and that makes more sense. Like literally, if it's just like, why don't they just text somebody? It's like stupid, it's freaking 1971. They don't have a cell phone. (laughs) If if the problem, yeah, is like they're trying to communicate with somebody, but they're unable to, totally on board with that. mm -hmm. It's the times where it's like, 
they see the they person show us their cell and phone like, and they're like man i just got a text <laughs> message i can't believe they just texted me that it's yeah. like yo tell them to like call help <laughs> right yeah yeah they're like yeah in stranger things that they'll sometimes you know see another character and be like oh yeah i'm fine like oh, <laughs> you know that said i i do enjoy the show but like those kinds of things in shows where it's like just people there was one that was really egregious for it and i don't remember what it was but there was definitely something where I was like, just like out with it already. <laughs> Would have solved the whole thing. But so Marvel. Um, so Marvel. Yeah. Was there another one that we was it just the zombie one um, that we didn't I think talk there was about? one this week that. Oh, oh, yeah, there was there one about. this week. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch the one from this week or no? I haven't watched the one from this week, but I think you're right. Oh, there yeah, was yeah, another yeah, one. Yeah. I don't think I'd watch the Doctor Strange one yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, thought that yeah. was good. Yeah, I thought it was Yeah, well I like the Doctor Strange one. So this far, one. the the episodes that I think are good mm-hmm. is the second one, the yep. Doctor Strange one. Yeah. This last one that uh-huh. just happened. This one is this the season good. finale? Is this the no, last one? No, it's like the middle. Oh, okay, cool. There's like 10 episodes. There's like not one of those. Something I don't know. How long is the show? Like thirty minutes? Some I think the thirty numbers. minute. I think the thirty minute long episode shows are like ten episodes. I think that's what Marvel said. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, man. The all I know is the last one was good. Um, nice. so we're at like I'd say maybe half. Half of them are good, which is yeah. like fine. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen this one. Yeah, the Doctor Strange one was. I mean, I I like Doctor Strange mm-hmm. and things. So yeah, we'll we'll see how it pans out. Um, I did remember a part of the Marvel thing that I wanted to talk about um, from I re- midway through the podcast. I was like, oh, we should talk about this Marvel thing. Uh-huh. Is the, you haven't seen Shang-Chi, but we sure did see the Dennis Villeneuve, Villeneuve that guy, the, the Dune director who was like, oh, yeah, just another one of those freaking, another Scorsese thing. Another, yeah. the old man shakes fists at cloud. <laughs> yep. Which like, the couple of movies of his that I've seen that have been great. So it's not, it's not a thing on like, it doesn't make him any worse of a person to do those things, but like, yeah, it just is yeah. so funny how like, yeah, just people get mad. It's just like, you're super the popular thing. Yeah. You're insecure. It's like, my thing isn't making a billion dollars. So I need to yeah. hate on the thing that is. It's like, yeah. <laughs> right. That it doesn't make what he does any worse, but it makes me care about his thing a lot less. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> like yeah. I will say that much. Um so yeah. it's like I mean it's the whole just like let people we, like things, dude. Like it's you know, we've talked before about the the thing that I said that my songwriting teacher taught me that like uh, that somebody's one is somebody else's five and yeah. that whole thing and like marvel movies are definitely just straight up threes and probably mm. his movies are somebody's four and somebody's two you know where it's mm. like it's pretty it it's definitely not like fringe by any means but it's a little bit off middle um mm-hmm. and well done and all that kind of stuff and like has thought put into it but like also the the thing is like uh, the things that we like about marvel movies to be honest for me isn't the the story arc specifically but like what kind like how does this person's powers interact with this other person's powers and like the really small kind of nitty-gritty things like what's this character like pretty much like yes it's totally Mm -hmm. a formula of like the story arc and that's Mm -hmm. fine but like in the same way that a song is 
tons of songs, like I said, on Twitter, whatever, but like so many songs are the same exact format as far as like first chorus, first chorus, bridge chorus, yeah. whatever. Right. But the way that you but tell each of those things is, is right. a little different. Mm-hmm. And that's great, you know? <laughs> it's just so silly. Character interactions, exactly. Like I, yeah. Uh, Trev said, I think the only Marvel movie I enjoy watching more than once was Ragnarok. And that's the thing. Like, me personally, I'm not. I don't care how good the movie is. I'm probably never going to watch it more than once. Honestly, like, same. There yeah. are there are some exceptions. Like I've probably mm-hmm. seen Black Panther like five times, <laughs> and that is like the <laughs> most I've seen a movie in the in recent memory. Um, but for the most part, I'm not watching a movie more than once. I'm not yeah. playing most video games more than once. Like mm-hmm. I just need to play it once or watch it once. I need to consume it once. Yeah. I don't need to see the same because no matter what the story is it's still the same story i know what the story is all right i got it i get it things happened people died people lived people fell in love their Mm -hmm. babies were made (laughs) great (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean and that's like especially because the thing that we watch a lot over and over again in our family is sitcoms like we'll watch friends or brooklyn 99 or Mm -hmm. whatever which by the way for anybody who's watching it brooklyn 99's newest season is doing such a good job of like because i was like man how are they gonna how are they gonna talk about cops now after just yeah i mean everything's been going on forever but especially after 2020 like what does that look like for a cop show with people who are for the most part pretty i don't know about specifically like woke but at least pretty like you know on top of things and care you know that's terry cruz in that show he is yeah so that's I know that that's controversial, (laughs) but that said the like in general, the show is doing a really, really good job of like pointing out the problems with, uh, with police and stuff. And like, I don't know, it's Ashley and I are enjoying that. So Uh that said, yes, I, I know that Terry Cruz is questionable for, um, but, uh, do, 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 do that said, whatever. Brooklyn and I, we like watching comedies again and again, mm-hmm. but the things with those is it's the minute to minute. That's fun mm-hmm. of like the, it's all about comedy. It's about the scripts and about the jokes and about that kind of thing. And the oh. overall thing is kind of like helpful to that. Whereas in action movies and stuff, the, I mean, yeah, minute to minute is important, but like only really once, I don't know. It's just yeah. not like so know. much of like action movies and stuff like that is like the suspense of like, wh- 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 how will they do the thing? And once how, you know that, you know it. Yeah, it's like, yeah. But it's like, I feel like the the appeal of like rewatching comedies is like, it's like a comfort laugh. It's yeah. like, you're not laughing because it's like, ah, that's a funny new joke that right. I've never heard. It's yeah. like, oh man, this joke is great. I really uh-huh. like this joke. <laughs> it's like, yep. I mean, it's the same as watching like, you know, funny YouTube videos again, mm-hmm. or like yeah. a cat doing a silly thing or whatever. And it's it's just also like, a big part funny. of it is like showing people that haven't seen it. Like yeah, that's true. That's the thing. But yep. I just... I'm way more like if I'm going to rewatch something, it's something that's funny. It's like, yeah. ah, like I got to show you this funny thing, but I'm not going to yeah. be like, yo, you got to see, you got to see this action movie, dude. I'm not watching yeah. an action movie again. I'm not doing it. I refuse. Like I already yeah. saw it. I already saw it. <laughs> Dodgeball, for instance. Yeah. Alec asked, did you guys watch the Hawkeye trailer? Um, I did. Yes. I was a little confused. No, not a little confused. I don't know what I was. I was. Hawkeye, I'm not super hyped about it. If I'm yeah, I feel like with Hawkeye, like, and I know you're different on this, um, mm-hmm. but I feel a worse version of how, and by worse, 
I don't care at all, but it's similar to how Loki was for me, where it's like, I don't particularly mm. care about Loki, but it's a worse version of that because Loki, like the, 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 the premise of the show was interesting. Mm-hmm. So I don't have yeah. to care about Loki to care about the show. I care about Loki now because of yeah. the show. Um, but before then I didn't care. There's nothing to make me care about Hawkeye. No. So it's like, it's like in the middle of like the show, as far as like the, like the stuff that I didn't care about, it's in the middle of Captain America where I actively did not care. And I, I'm only watching it to, mm-hmm. to know what's happening in the larger universe, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and then in the middle of that is Hawkeye where it's like, I don't have any particular negative feelings towards Hawkeye, but I don't care about Hawkeye either. Yeah. And then Loki where it's like, I don't care about this character, but the show seems interesting anyway. Uh-huh. Um, so For hopefully reason, it ends up yeah. being a Loki and I end up caring at the end of it. But Absolutely. Yeah. Same here. Um, so yeah, what, what Trev and Alec just said, I don't know why, but I like something about Hawkeye slash Jeremy Renner has always just like, has just something me the wrong way i don't really know some of it honestly my first impression of of characters actors whatever holds too strongly sometimes Mm. i think where i still have a hard time liking idris elba because of his character on the office Mm -hmm. um that's crazy (laughs) yeah oh it's just the way it is his character on the office was the worst and the worst specifically he's like, he's to like the- a freaking super spy in a different movie and it's like <laughs> man i i hated him when he interned or whatever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah it just it was what it was but so that and then also so jeremy renner's <laughs> in the first avengers where he was bad right first avengers or was it the second, second Avengers in Age of Ultron? Yeah, where he was Wanda... like Heimdall or whatever his name is. Oh, no, I thought you were oh, still sorry, talking sorry. about Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, in okay, the first Avengers. Yeah. So where he was bad, I, I think for whatever reason that's kind of stuck with me in a weird way. Like that Im- gave me my impression of Hawkeye. That like, it's like he's, he's a bad guy. He kind of yeah. I don't know. I mean, so yo, he was a bad guy when he was Ronin. Kinda. That's true. He uh, was sort of. Yeah. <laughs> So I just yeah, you're like he's attached. back to his old ways. <laughs> he's evil again. <laughs> I just I, knew, I don't have a ton I of attachment. There was something off about that dude. <laughs> I did. I'm really smart and ahead of times. Um, so yeah, Jeremy Renner. Also, for whatever reason, I don't know what it is, but I I don't have a great perception of Haley Steinfeld either. Who Alex said we watch. What we're watching bad for, in the office. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't even in it and that's the problem <laughs> that's what she did wrong uh, oh then damn yep i've never been in the office that's messed up <laughs> sorry about it man um <laughs> yeah that's that's all there is but yeah so i don't know i I'll, I'll watch it and be i'm sure i'll have changed my tune on a lot of things by the end but um i would have to get myself hyped right now and i'm not quite there yeah Yo, getting hype getting yourself hyped for a, a marvel movie is crazy also i saw <laughs> there are so many people that i saw in my timeline being like why did you give shang chi a movie <laughs> right uh, so and then bad. people are like yo shang chi top five movie and i'm like yo you just hated this movie and you didn't want to wait the made. same people yes <laughs> i've been hyped about it for pretty much like immediately since it was announced as like this is going to be cool and i don't care like even if it's not i'm gonna think it was cool i was even saying like i want to see this movie like i I don't really i don't again like this is one that i'm like in the loki territory where it's like i don't particularly i don't know anything about this character but the world seems cool you know um that's where i'm at with this but i saw so many people being like yo nobody cares about this and i'm like 
exactly like what yeah. alex said like nobody cared about guardians of the galaxy before the movie and that's true Same. and yeah. there's like a lot of varying degrees of that where it's like i know like iron man is an important character for the marvel universe but he was d tier at best in terms of mm-hmm. media overall yeah but now he's like s plus you know <laughs> it's because they were able to take this character that nobody yeah. cared about and make them care about them like, honestly that's by... how intellectual property works it's yeah. an idea like you can make the worst idea ever a good mm-hmm. idea just by giving it to a different person you know yep. like and arguably spider-man as the opposite of that not even your typical spider-man yeah. iron man point yep. but the they had to not get to do his origin story because of how many times his origin story had been done mm-hmm. you know like if the the benefit of these unknown characters is a you can change them as much as you need to but b also like you just get to introduce everybody in a way that you know you're introducing the majority of people at the same time in the same way and so there's not too many preconceived notions or whatever but like spider-man they're yeah they they couldn't even dude, get to do you, uncle you ben's about, story. you know about uncle ben dude yeah, you know exactly. he got bit by the spider it's fine <laughs> you don't got to talk about it anymore um yeah. like i think marvel like and this i mean to be fair that's what happens with a lot of things like um uh limitations breed mm-hmm. some of the best things ever you know yep. Yep. um it's i think that they accidentally fell upon a blueprint and they're sticking to it where yeah, it's like right. before they did they made iron man into this like s tier property because they had to um and now they know that like that is a solid way to like just grow the brand overall to be like all right, what do people not care about? We got the MCU, dude. It carries. We can make anybody care about anything now. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. So they're like, all right, nobody knows what Shang-Chi is. So <laughs> let's make a movie about that. You know, uh-huh. and that that's good. Yep. I want Nintendo to do that. I want Nintendo to play go. Exactly. Nobody care. Nobody cares about Duck Hunt. <laughs> you know, and then like freaking make him more popular than Mario. Yep. <laughs> like, what's up? I mean, that's there's another video for you right there is if if nintendo were Marvel, all the time <laughs> <laughs> no but i'm saying like specifically the marvel cur- well i guess even that we've talked about but mm-hmm. yeah yep. that stuff is crazy and crazy. it's crazy that we've been talking this long without something 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 i don't know that's the end of the podcast we're that's done it. we podcast. did it we're done we did it we came we saw we talked about things like comment subscribe Tell a friend, break the podcast. Uh, what's your favorite color apple? Let me know in the comments. Mm-hmm. Goodbye.